Oh, look at that. We are live on the side quest live on a fashionable Friday edition. Uh, we are going to have a great night tonight, friends. I am one of your hosts, Dolly Domofsky. Hi. The uh, the person right over here is uh, Pax knows, his, knows him as the editor and host of the SideQuest podcast. It's true. <laughs> it's true. They do. <laughs> and I make, I make no promises about quality either. <laughs> There's no seal of approval. It's just, no, no, sir. Approval. It's just a seal. It's just a <laughs> That is my specialty. Uh, this guy right up there, Zach Quest. Hey, my dog's jumping around. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, of course, <laughs> the one, the only, Commissioner Gordon himself. Yeah. Windjammer's Boulder. I love it. Yeah. I love it. <clears throat> How you guys doing? Amazing. I'm doing great. Great. How's great yeah. as I can be. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. It's a Friday. You you just got home from work. Yeah, uh, JJ. So you're tired. You're like I'm running tired. into the door, yeah. throwing you know throwing your headphones on. It's like, oh, we gotta start the podcast. And meanwhile, Dolly's not even anywhere in the room. Yeah, yeah. The typical, the typical thing. <clears throat> we have a great show. Really great show tonight. We have a lot to talk about. The big topics, obviously. Uh, yeah. Here we go. Uh, Stefan's already starting. Decided to come and see you all die at Elden Ring. Oh, you're not going to um, yeah. see me die at Elden Ring. I ain't streaming shit. No. <laughs> you can, if you're on the Discord, you can watch that guy up there. He's streaming streaming Elden Ring. I stopped. I got to oh, a point. I was like, oh, mm-mm. Oh. <laughs> yeah, a good, good show. Okay, we're going to start off with a little, little bit of news first, but then we're going to dive into big discussions about um, this guy. The Switch. Uh, the, no, it's the end game. Oh, yeah. And um, can't believe they re- released the Switch 2 already. <laughs> um, no, they didn't. <laughs> no, this is no, and Elden Ring, which are going to be big. And then we got other games we're going to talk about too. So, uh, but you guys told me this is going to be about Batman. I, it's going to be, oh, I gonna start yeah, we, we mentioned Batman and then we moved on. You're welcome. Uh, the post credit scene, no, um, <laughs> anyways, yeah, uh, two of us Batman, Batman tomorrow. I'm yeah, seeing it tomorrow. Yes. Me and Dally saw it. Cool. Everyone dies. Uh, yeah, it's weird. Heads up. That was my favorite part. Yeah, yeah. it's um, really, really, dis- really interesting choice to make Batman nude from the waist down the entire. Movie. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I appreciate it. it. Was it was you know, whatever. It's it's a different take, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. yeah. Pattinson hangs hangs dong like Batman did in that one. Dally like, has um, turned immediately into the OBS logo. What is sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what is going on with this stupid camera. I have it plugged in through a different type of USB connection. Uh, but you, you guys can hear me at least, right? Gabe, yes. Gabe okay. saw your uh, notepad. And... All right, you're gonna you're gonna see me switch in a second here, so you might not hear so me for a second. I I just couldn't help but notice that the blur on my camera is oddly focused. Over in this, oh, yeah. <laughs> over here. Um, no, that is. One of my daughter's gifts from her first birthday. It's a fa- it's a fake remote control. I don't know exactly what about the AI algorithm for um, Nvidia broadcast really just 
I really struck it, but it was just lighting it up from a million miles away. Love it. Wanted to get, Love it. Wanted to get out of the uh, way. Uh, uh, Jeez. Callie coming to us live from a tanning booth. Yeah, good Lord. <laughs> I'm going to be changing. I'll be, I don't know what's going on here. Let me stop the camera for a second. Good Lord. Let's start off with some, let's start off with some news. Yeah. Start off with some news. There's a lot of news this week. You want to start off with the uh, uh, the Activision stuff because it's our. It's definitely our favorite topic. It's a. It's a, always start off cool. with the light note. Yeah. yeah. How could we? Yeah. How could we not well, talk about the next lawsuit for Activision? Yeah. Yeah. Think about how much Activision is really worth to have Microsoft still be willing to like take on all of this. <laughs> yeah uh yeah so i mean for people who don't know the lady who committed suicide on a business trip her family is looking for well they're they're going to press charges uh, which is good for them um but yeah i yeah that that just, just just for anybody that's unaware this is something that happened back in 2017 um during the events of a company retreat um, where, uh, you know, according to the deposition in her family, uh, sexual harassment from the company was a big part of, or a big contributing factor for her, her suicide. So, um, yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so the family is citing, I'm sure that the many other problems that have been outlined um, have not helped to, or has helped make this uh, an easier lawsuit to put forward. Um, and something that broke even more recently yeah. is that uh, Activision or the the CEO Bobby Kotick um, is going is leaving the Coca Cola board. No, which I, uh, I know everybody <laughs> is dropping their Coca Cola stocks yeah. very like hot rocks right now. Um, but I don't know. I, I typed in Activision because I was like wanted to remind myself about this story, and literally every headline is just about him leaving uh, the Coca Cola's board before uh, the Microsoft deal closes, as if that's indicative of something. I don't know. Maybe Codex retiring, and that's what we can glean from this. Who knows? Maybe he has Got money that's tied with the Russians, like the Kentucky governors do. <laughs> Maybe, man. Um, considering how much we found out that he donated to GOP uh, candidates. Anyway, this is not a political show. Um, completely apolitical. Uh, oh. Uh, what else? We got anything? <laughs> we got anything else? Um, we, uh, there was a little bit. Um, uh, I know Taylor's favorite subject is Pokemon. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, please, and please do go into as much detail as possible yeah, immediately. Uh, so Pokemon Unite. Let's talk about this. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> well, they uh, they did a sort of subdued Pokemon Presents uh, announcement this weekend. They only announced oh, for the ne- for the next gen. gen. Yeah. They only announced it in Japan. Uh, you, you didn't think I was actually going to talk Arceus, did you? Come on, dude. No, no I, I literally, honestly, what would happen, the, the announcement for the next gen was so muted that I forgot yeah. that it was this past week, if you want to <laughs> be perfectly that honest. Purpose. That was on purpose. Nintendo, uh, Pokemon Company put out a message, a statement that said, you know, we in light of the world events, we didn't want to do anything big. Hmm. Um, and so that's why, that's why you did not see it promoted in the UK or the US. It was just the Japanese stream or the Japanese tweet. Literally, that was it. It wasn't even on their website, and uh, um, then they went live with it. Anyways, they announced a bunch of stuff. The big one was, of course, that 
Pokemon Arceus, or Pokemon Legends Arceus, is not the next gen of Pokemon. It is actually a new gen. Gen 9 is launching this year. At the end of this year, you got Scarlet and Violet. Which is kind of crazy, actually. Uh, I mean, timing timing wise, yeah, is kind of nutty. Um, it's Those six guys crazy. in the closet working and hard. It's, and it's, <laughs> and yeah. it's not going to get delayed because they really just don't delay Pokemon games. Because why they should don't. they? They don't do any work on them. So here they go. <laughs> um, Why a Pokemon game? Why? <laughs> You know, it's interesting. Is so this is uh, set in sort of a Spain slash Italy type of type of area. Um, uh, they're billing it as the first open, seamless open world, and they they made a point to say open world Pokemon game, uh, where you just walk across the entire world and you go into and out of towns and yeah. go from there. Uh, as opposed to, you know, a lot of us thought that uh, Pokemon Legends was going to be open world because of just the uh, just a trailer. And, you know, uh, typical of us it, gamers, we, we put our thoughts on something and then we, we get let down. And it's not exactly what we thought it was going to be, even though the company never says it. But in this case, they're flat out saying this is an open world ass Pokemon game. I, so we I have to be okay. a little worried about what Game Freak thinks open world means. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, technically, every Pokemon game's open world. But, yeah, um... Pokemon, you can go everywhere <laughs> yeah. in Red and yeah. Blue. If it's in the map, you can pretty much go there. I think it might. We might have gotten it backwards because you know how we were saying, oh, maybe like Arceus is going to be the future of the series. But I think Arceus was just a beta test for what Agreed. they're going to yeah. do. I think that's what actually happened. Um, but yeah, no, I th I think the game looks good. Like, I'm actually shocked. Like, obviously there's Jaggies and it looks rough. Those are my favorite enemies in Monster Hunter. But, Man, but the, resolution, the resolution just makes it look so bad. There's an art style, at least, which is, like, good. Like, I like yeah. the general aesthetic. I'm a fan of what it is. So I'm excited to see what this one turns out to be. Uh, I liked how the main characters look. I think they look really like cute, and I just want to see how that plays out. So, and the starters game. look yeah. look look awesome too. Yeah, it's a Pokemon game. I'll buy it day one. I'll play it through to completion. I, I, I'm I'm I, I am not apologetic over my, my my love of playing Pokemon games. So. Uh, I'm I'm, 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 the, uh, I'm excited I'm sure, for the I'm excited for the Apple Dragon. Uh, so <laughs> it's funny because it's not neither Apple nor Dragon. It's like yeah. a uh, it's a <laughs> it's a chili pepper gator. Yeah, well, there's um, all there's already an Apple Dragon in Sword there, and Shield. There is. By the way, when this video started, I thought, oh, Detective Pikachu two. Yeah, that's what everyone thought. Yeah, but it ain't. Which it's, would be uh, cool. Room here, and then this is a lot of time in a trailer dedicated to not yeah. the video game. I also Over just a minute. try to try to give try to zoom out to as much as the office as you can. I and rewind to because it's very funny to think like that really is like Game Freak. It's like there's like four desks in there. <laughs> this is the dev dev team. Yeah. This is their office. <laughs> they've, been, yeah. they've been locked in. All right, quick. <laughs> look at this is the whole Pokemon office, by the yeah. way. <laughs> I mean that is. I mean this trailer even calls it Game Freak, so this is just Game yeah, it's Freak. true. There's the sign for Game Freak. <laughs> oh goodness, there it is. As your Pokemon. Bad office. lighting, drafting tables. No wonder, no wonder Arceus games. looked like the way it did. It was all done in the dark. Dude, uh, anyways, I, yeah. 
the actual audacity of this team to like put these these screen screenshots blown up on their website on as the <laughs> background image it is crazy it's, like it's nutty <laughs> I, like this and this is what i was talking about this is what i meant when i was talking about the resolution it's not that it looks bad especially it doesn't look bad on a swiss screen what it does look bad is when you're like throw me a 1080p render and then i'm gonna put it on to like a, a 2k or a 4k screen it's like yeah it don't look good because it's not to be shown at this resolution it's just it's just not or at the very i don't know it's actually kind of weird how unwilling game freak is to kind of play the system and make higher quality screenshot renders and put those out there as promo material right because nobody's ever going to see it not like that because they're going to play it on their switch screen and it's not going to look like that like it's just weird that they don't make better use of promo well, material yeah, there's stuff there's a school right there wow, and then it goes back to real life <clears throat> Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. There's the. It's uh, <laughs> my the most recent rant. right there. <laughs> there's the apple dragon. What's the implication with this live action stuff that the? Debbie no implication. Is, Don't is, think about it. Yeah. No, you're literally. You've literally already thought too much about <laughs> it. They've disappeared into. <laughs> they disappeared like Taylor. Yeah. No, I. It, I think it's just Japan. They love doing like. And Dolly. Yeah. But no, I was yeah, like, right. they, like they love doing these like live action yeah. things. That's just I think they just like it. Yeah, because like even even back in the day, the Pocket Monster stuff was the idea that like you know you were closer to the game because it was on the go with you. Yeah. Um. So I'm. Mean, it's just kind of the same ethos of the old from the old advertisements. Here's here's Stefan, as we call him, Mister Optimistic. These graphics look so bad. <laughs> Look at the entries. Yeah, um, no, I this this is just this is just a resolution problem. Um, where, uh, like I said, a lot of other devs make use of this stuff, which is using higher render, um, and specific yeah. stuff for promo material. And it's just really weird that Game Freak doesn't do it. Um, like I said, the vast majority of people are playing this on a Switch screen, where they're not going to be doing pixel to pixel comparisons of the images anyway so you should probably render them out at higher uh with more anti-aliasing and at higher render rates and stuff like that it's just kind of weird that game freak doesn't do it yeah yeah more than anything else anyway yeah but are the teeth realistic have you guys seen that <laughs> who gets a shit about the teeth man <laughs> have you guys seen that there's this, there's this like horizon is that a thing yeah, there's this Horizon Zero Dawn comparison tweet, and it's like, look at the teeth on the PS PS5. It's like her teeth are like rounded; they look normal. And like, yeah, I mean, this is just this is just like the this is just like the women women with facial hair shit all over again, man. I I don't know how many times I can have that conversation. Look, look, they rendered her teeth like that. That's just <laughs> it. It's like, oh, okay. PS yeah. Well, the power of the place, the PlayStation Five, cool. Well, oh man! It's uh, it, anyways. It's uh, <clears throat> I, I'm. I will say it looks it looks more interesting to me than Sword and Shield did, and it looks more interesting to me than Arc Arceus did. Yep. I don't know if that means much considering nope. <laughs> my general feelings on the latest Pokemon games, but that's my take. In uh, it's launching this year, which to me that's crazy. Uh, it's crazy. Obviously. That part is crazy because. 
you, you have Xenoblade in likely September. That's usually it is September, right? I think they said they announced September. Yeah. Um, you're probably gonna have Bayonetta three if that game's ever actually coming out in Dude. October. <laughs> and then you got this coming out in November. <laughs> is there room for a Taylor got so pissed off, he said, forget. Is there room for a Zelda game, uh, Breath of the Wild 2, or something else? You know, because they, again, they're going to have somebody kicked out and he's loading up. There we go. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I suddenly was on a different uh, web (laughs) page. I don't know why. Um, Um, No, we were saying, you know, it was, uh, you, Nintendo has a pretty stacked back end. Uh, I don't mean it that way, but whoa! But, but uh, <laughs> they have a Pokemon. Really- Pokemon's a huge is a huge mover. Yeah. So like, they just announced this. Mm-hmm. All the other stuff was already announced. It's a weird thing. Yeah, it's yeah. it's usually a tent, it's a tent pole game, and it's weird to put the tent pole in after you laid the rest of the t- like you know it's you had a bunch of supporting poles and then you're like no this is the bigger tent pole we're putting it in the middle <laughs> also like you had one of the temples already this year uh it's 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 a little odd um also i like even though um the diamond pearl remake sold really well and the rcs remake sold really well of course they did their pokemon games there is still a rhetoric about hey doesn't it seem like the pokemon quality is kind of declining like that's still a narrative that's happening um and then to release the next pokemon game so close after the other two is a little bit of an odd one to me yeah but nice and and stefan says if they're going to be so tentpole alternate every other year they they do they do alternate in fact they had sword and shield yeah. One year, and then they had the. Uh, um, they actually took the year off after that, and then they had uh, Diamond Pearl. Like all last year was the year of Pokemon Diamond Pearl. Everything. Uh, then Snap this year it's Arc. Ar- yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep, Snap Two. So <clears throat> they do have in in alternating. Uh, it, it means a yearly franchise, but they're alternating now. What those years? What those? I years wonder what are. the. I wonder what the discourse for Pokemon is in Japan. Like, Still I wonder huge. how, I, I mean, but discourse-wise, because we know what the discourse is here. We know that there's how relatively mm-hmm. down we are on it. Sure. But, like, ideals are a little oh, different I get what you're over saying. there. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if, like, they just, like, eh, fuck those Americans. What do they do? What do they care? What do we care? And it may <laughs> be one of those things where our sensibilities, are, you know, they, they Ar- Arceus was the biggest or second biggest launch of a Pokemon game, something like that in Japan. Yeah. It's already got seven, eight, nine, probably closer to eight and a half million copies sold at this point. Um, so in Japan, it did a huge in Japan. Uh, I, I, it's a great question. And I don't know. Uh, apparently yeah. they do hear it. They yeah. do understand people are, are talking to them because you had the, um, uh, I've been listening to the Kit and Krista show, which they used to be the Nintendo minute folks. Uh, great, great podcast. But they mentioned that the companies within Nintendo do listen to what folks are saying. They are, they are abreast of it. Now, whether they react or not uh, is up to them. But they do at least hear what people are what people are saying. So, and and I think back to your question earlier of like, what is there a Zelda this year? Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, to- well, yes, but not 
Breath of the Wild. <laughs> maybe it'll maybe it'll be uh it'll oh, just be Wind Waker HD. HD and Twilight. Yeah, yeah it'll just be it, there'll be a remasters of some sort. You'll get, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay I wouldn't be that. surprised if like that Prime trilogy finally makes its appearance this year or whatever. Like that's their that's their like you know, oh here's our other like I feel <laughs> like I feel like the Metroid Prime trilogy is gonna be uh they're gonna do a presentation where they're going to announce Prime Four. And then that same presentation, they're going to be like, oh, also, the yeah. trilogy is available now. Like, yeah. starting at the end of yeah, the presentation. Exactly. That feels like that feels like a very Nintendo move to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really feels like the trilogy, they've just been waiting for more four shit to be able to... <laughs> well, now the rumor is it's, it's no longer the full trilogy, that it's just that first Metroid Prime game uh, instead of the full trilogy. So I feel like that would be kind of weak. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I guess agree. it depends uh, if they actually $60. Do <laughs> oh, no. Because yeah. didn't, didn't they do the trilogy on the Wii? Or, yeah. Or on, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, you could download it on the Wii U. Yep. Yeah. Wii U. Um, you know, it was on the Wii. Yeah, it completely. It, yeah. No, granted. Uh, unless, unless, like, the Metroid Prime, change. it's Metroid Prime mm-hmm. 1, like, they redid it. Like, or well, this is the remake. Like, yeah. If the remake, that's, that's totally different. Um, no, I, uh, I would backtrack be. on that. It's 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 gonna be um, the Wii version, which was very ever so slightly improved over the GameCube version, and actually lost some stuff. Remember, because yeah. they took away some things um, <clears throat> with just like higher, you know, better res textures. Re- it's it's all it's gonna be, just like with that Skyward Sword. They'll remove the ability to play the original Metro. Exactly. <laughs> well, because remember the the talk about you know last was it last year or whatever it was every insider said we're getting a big zelda 35th anniversary direct it's coming zelda's yeah. 30th or through it zelda's 30th anniversary direct we didn't coming. get Everybody shit. Hold on here, but they're gonna announce watch. all three zelda games in one package one package and you never heard anything and finally their nintendo came out and said it's just one game yeah it's just one game and a game and watch. <laughs> yeah, and go. a game and watch, which is yeah, which is actually also cool. Nintendo is known to pull things and just hold them off. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, they just so, sit on it. Yeah, it could be I like mean, okay, well, they, too, right? Yeah, they leaked this, so let's hold off on that and put this out. Like it's that's just. Them. I mean, they pulled that whole Zelda show that was in development just because it yeah. got <laughs> leaked out. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. So we'll see. It's a you know. Anyways, Pokemon news, um, big launch. It's gonna do. It's gonna be pretty big, big sales. Probably the biggest sales of the of this generation. Patch one point four or whatever for Arceus that included. uh... Yeah, actually, it's interesting that they're already supporting Arceus uh, um, as well as they are with like regular up. (laughs) This is the earliest update they've ever had for a Pokemon game. They've already had a couple. I was surprised. So that's it's kind of good, but. Yeah, it really did. Zach, to your point, it felt, uh, now looking back, Arceus is definitely a beta for what the next Pokemon is going to be. They probably said, let's throw a bunch of things in there, see what we can get to work, and and from a battle style, from an open, you know, seeing the Honestly, Pokemon out there to this, that, let's see what, what we can get functioning, and then pull that into the final. Would, probably, uh, probably more realistically is they were fiddling with stuff and yeah. said, and, and, and like, oh, this is cool stuff. We can kind of make a game. And out then of they it. stumbled it. They stumbled yeah, into the next yeah. game with yeah. it. There yeah. you go. I mean, I, I I would vastly prefer them to do this instead of do 
next gen remake next gen re like continue to make side stories that do something a little different increase expertise in whatever is coming next and then actually make a more interesting next gen uh like with appreciable differences that sounds more interesting i mean like to at least to me agreed yeah Uh, and as we know, I am the core Pokemon audience, so that <laughs> makes, of course, audience. it makes perfect sense. You are as core Pokemon as I am to to PC gaming on the go, which we'll talk about in a second here. <laughs> last last bit of news um, that I thought was actually kind of interesting when this when this broke: our good friends over at Epic Games are buying oh, yeah. Bandcamp. Oh yeah, which is this is a this is an interesting one. Or at least it, this one. This one kind of struck me, just because. Elaborates, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was fairly. It was kind of out of left field. Uh, Bandcamp is a very particular entity, and it doesn't really align with what you know, especially because we've been in such the spirit of acquisitions lately. Uh, it doesn't really line up with what many people would have probably been expecting. Um, but if anybody was going to pick up something significantly outside the sphere of normal, uh, gaming acquisitions, it was probably going to be Epic. Uh, and I don't know. It seemed like it was their turn. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, so I, it's kind of, it's a pretty logical step. If you think about how they use music and fort Fortnite and stuff, like it's kind of seems like. It could be a way for they them did to buy get rock more... band or they yeah. did buy harmonics. Yeah. It could be a way for them to get more music for rock band to get more different artists into Fortnite. Cause there's a lot of artists who just sell music on band camp who are like yeah. independent. So it's like, it could be an interesting thing, but it's also oh, just, this is, this is part of their metaverse play. And oh, I can, I'm yeah. already seeing oh, it yeah. now because With yeah, I mean, Harmonics Fortnite. and Bandcamp yeah. and Fortnite mm-hmm. as a combo is <laughs> like, totally yeah. I mean, I think I think it plays two sides. I mean, the metaver, whatever their version of that shit is, um, is definitely is is def- Well, no, I'm I'm saying that like you know I don't want to call it metaverse because I think it's dumb. Um, oh, so like, does this integrate into into Fortnite? Most likely, everything everything does for them at this point. <laughs> Uh, but at the same time, you know, the last acquisition that Epic made was really focused on their back end for, uh, for Unreal. And I think it's silly to ignore this is probably playing into that too. Because at the end of the day, you're trying to compete with... There's the, they're, Epic managing Unreal is still trying to compete with Unity and the power that Unity provides... Uh, to dev makers and if they can figure out a licensing structure that lets people have access to any type of uh, band camps ips and and music licensing through the unreal engine that's very valuable um so anyway i i think you know as much as the fortnite play is probably definitely a significant driving factor i think the unreal engine and licensing stuff there is definitely a part of it too and and uh, you know, and, and itch. I mean, like they're itch. And itch, yeah. like is definitely uh, <laughs> all I forgot the same point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I 
Itch, itch is still gonna play is definitely yeah. still gonna work out for them in a oh, huge yeah. long term that's going to be that's one of the more uh significant what uh, was it a purchase or just allowing no, it's them an on integration the it's an integration it was an integration um but agreed agreed um well that's it for news uh, we've got a lot to talk about what we've been playing and I'm trying to think of where do we start? Maybe we start with, with, uh, before we get into this bad boy, we start with JJ. <laughs> um, is it still downloading? You haven't, you haven't started yet. Have I haven't. I, I, yeah, no, it's a, it's fucking hundred gigs. There's no way. I can talk <laughs> the, the gameplay for Grand Tourism, it's a nice box. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's good to know. Good to know. It's, a, it's a, it's, it's got an, it's a steel book with a nice O-ring on it. And I, <laughs> Uh, have you no, have you been playing anything else at least besides just, Elden Ring? <laughs> just it's literally just been Elden Ring. It's okay. that's all it's been. Anything that's not Elden Ring is like Sega Genesis Picross, <laughs> which is a great game. But uh, yes, uh, I, I, can't, I we've talked about Picross enough on this yeah, show. Yeah. Which we don't and talk Sam, about enough. And Sam's out here to like. Talk about, so. well, hold on. well, um, do you guys want to start with? Uh, uh, Elden Ring or Steam Deck? <clears throat> Let's start with Steam Deck because Elden Ring is going to involve everybody. Okay. Yeah. Steam Deck. So I was part of the first quarter folks that ended up buying this thing. It's giant. Okay. I'm going to say a couple things just off of just off the bat. These are uh, these are, and then I'll have you guys feel free to ask me any questions afterwards. Um, these are things as a designer that I that I noticed as a product designer, and I was kind of labeling, you know, note, uh, noting some of those things. Uh, online um first and foremost it comes with a really nice case i'm not gonna lean over and get it it's i think it's awesome that they're actually including a case with their device uh, it's meant some, to be portable some devices some <laughs> well, really the the, the, the base that the cheapest steam deck doesn't come with the case I don't think mine's the cheapest steam deck i thought it i thought it was like no no the the, the most oh, expensive one has a different case it's a different case that's right it's, it it's a it, it's a pre so the the 512 yeah. has the very nice case with the very yeah. nice glass. Every That's other model, right. every other model does come with a case. That's right. That's yes, yes. Um, the the really nice case is uh, Gabe's skin. Is what it comes with. He handled the Necronomicon. So that being said, the case is huge. This device is huge. Um, it's giant. That's at first a. Uh, it's laughably big. But that's not a bad thing, uh, and what I mean by that is it's it is heavy. Um, I will play this with my hands resting on the countertop, or you know I'll play it in my lap. I won't play this like I would play another handheld, like a Switch or a 3DS or a Vita, where I can lie down or kind of watch TV with it sort of hand. It is it does wear on you weight wise, and I think that's been noted. A lot of folks have been kind of saying the same thing. I've been playing this more <clears throat> like this with my my palms the meat of my palms sitting on the uh on my table here and playing and looking up and playing looking down looking up looking down and i think that's that's totally fine uh and that that's again that's because they're packing so much into a device like this it's gonna be heavy it's gonna be big um screen size or not it's got everything else in here that makes makes this a pc uh which also to me um the switch two or switch pro it's not going to get too crazy big uh, it's not gonna get too crazy powerful by the way because it's it would have to be this big to 
even come remotely close to what the PS4, there, you know. So is. there, there are there are two different options for surpassing or matching what the Steam Deck is doing in this original Switch sizing. Yeah. Uh, one of those things would involve it coming out later, so that it could take advantage of larger or smaller yeah. uh, nanometer sized. Uh, chipsets. Mm -hmm. uh, the other option is them costing a lot more money. Exactly. exactly. Both of those and options are not on the are not on the table for Nintendo, which means that neither one of those things are happening. Exactly. <laughs> completely agree. Completely agree. Um, there are a, a few. Uh, first of all, the buttons are totally like this. This feels great in my hands. And I know Taylor, you had wondered about some of the stuff. It does feel really good. Um, you can see how I'm holding it. My hands will. My hands are immediately dropping to the rear trigger by dis, by Valve's design. The problem with that is that the majority of games don't start with rear trigger. They're R1, R2, which means I have to bend my hand, my finger up like this, and it does get uncomfortable. Or if do not say I can remap it. Or you remap it <laughs> yeah, yeah. to the to the pad buttons on the back. Yeah, these are these are really comfortable too, right here. Um, I'm gonna get into that in, in a second. If I'm only there were additional comfortable buttons for you to use that were remappable. Um, uh, the thumb or the uh, the touch pads here. I don't know if this is a lemon because I have had hardware issues. First and foremost, these vibrate when you're touching them to let you know that you're touching something. Haptic. This haptic, thank you. This right one shakes the table. This left one doesn't vibrate. And I don't know if it's a software thing or a, or if there's a legit hardware issue with this device, but I have Yeah, have from the from the teardowns that I've seen, I thought that they were identical on both yeah. sides. Um, they're not functioning identically and I have not tweaked anything on either of these. Um, I, uh, and then there are a few other issues. It's not the best plastic. Uh, it's, you know, as a designer, look at stuff like there's this little graphic ridge you kind of see around here. Um, you're, you guys are never going to notice this, but I notice when something is like a fraction of a millimeter off because my whole life, I can't buy cars because I look at every fucking detail of it inside of a car and we'll tell you that that will. Is it your wife's job buy to buy a car? Hate, is it? <laughs> hate, hate it. Um, uh, I don't like the uh, the glossiness. the The buttons feel cheap. The face buttons and even the D pad kind of feels a little cheap. It's it's like softer. I I can't help but compare this to the Xbox controller. The current Xbox controller where is it? It's around here somewhere. Um, which is my favorite controller of all time. Uh, it's around here. Wherever. Yeah, there it is. Um, that feels perfect from a button style button size there yeah there you go, go. yes <clears throat> materials standpoint it feels fantastic this definitely feels a little cheaper i hate to say uh, am cheaper. amateurish i don't i don't think amateurish either it just doesn't feel of it 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 feels like it's meant to cut some costs. Juvenile. And, and, oh well, it, no. I mean, and and let's be honest, it do, it it doesn't just feel like that. It it, it was built that way, exactly. uh, because because the because the reality is, and I'm just going to lay this out there for anybody that might be confused by it. Uh, Valve is losing money on every $399 version of the Steam Deck, hand straight up. Newell, Gabe Newell, has already admitted this. He did it before, uh, but when the previews went out. 
they're losing money on those units. Um, they would lose even more if, if the pieces were a higher quality. All the money is going into the cost of the Ryzen chipset and the Zen chipset for the CPU and the, and the GPU on these devices, straight up. Um, so yeah. if they put if they put extra money um, to seal up all those you know small millimeter creases um, to, to get those slightly no. higher quality, but it, I mean we're talking about maybe a dozen dollars per unit, but a dozen dollar per unit over however many you make adds up really fast. The uh, now I will uh, while I understand that I will also say that that is a from a standpoint of a designer, someone who works with physical products who. If you look at the plastics in your car, uh, where we're the same, we're literally two pennies more on a car seat. We get reamed over because that's every cost, right? But those gaps are important to solve, and there are little there are little gaps or annoyances here. Regardless of design choices, like the plastic style, I can I understand why they did it. The build quality of this is not perfect, and that can be that Canon should have been rectified. Now, again, um, Valve is not a hardware company and every bit of hardware that I've bought from them, and I have every bit of Valve hardware, <laughs> like a dummy, except for their, their index. Um, uh, I have a controller. Software. I have this. That, yeah, exactly. Uh, is not, um, has not been super great because they're not a hardware company and they partner with folks to actually develop a lot of this stuff, but they're inherently not a company like Nintendo, like, Sony, like Microsoft, who does a lot of well, hardware. Even, work. Even like Microsoft wasn't a hardware company. No, August. Like, so like the Correct. first Xbox is oh, like, God, yeah. is a mess. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean yeah, <laughs> it, and 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 I think I think that's what Dolly's trying to say at this yeah. at the same time yeah. though is that like, you know, we all remember Xbox when it first came out. Frankly, the Xbox original Xbox, kind of an ugly console, mm -hmm. and it launched with kind of, <laughs> and it and it launched with a pretty ugly controller i mean the the original duke controller frankly was atrocious i mean it was it was bad um and it wasn't until they revised that controller yeah. the first time before it really was usable i mean i remember you know even though halo was a was a system seller the duke controller trying to use that when i was first playing it was was awful I think yeah, the, the, the like they fixed the aesthetic issues and stuff, yeah. and like and controller issues and stuff with the 360. But the guns had massive, system, yeah. I mean, have massive, cool. massive cooling problems. Obviously, the you know, as uh, Seven pointed out, the Red Ring of Death plagued the 360 for years yeah. until the second revision yeah. of yeah, the console. The, the slim, whatever, the black. Is that you were gonna say something just now? Sorry. Oh yeah, I was gonna say it's crazy to me that the Duke controller, the original Xbox controllers had the white and black buttons mm -hmm. on like yeah. towards the bottom right and those were just like l1 l like l1 r1 like that's basically what they were because like if you played the backwards compatible xbox games on the xbox 360 the black and white it's, buttons are l we get remapped yeah yeah, yeah lb rb it's like crazy to me that that they didn't think about that at the time <laughs> that's just a different okay. conversation but, but, back to yeah. back to this um Valve, uh, as a company, and, and like I said, it's uh, they're not. This is their first real console-like device. They, they, yeah, I mean, this this is the like yeah. this. They made this. This is theirs. Yeah, and this this is the um, first one that they did. 
there that being said they are a multi-billion dollar company <laughs> <Don't say it. laughs> that can and should part should have partnered with people or hired enough folks or gone through the quality checks because it's 2022 and uh these should not be in any product whatsoever uh, so, so anyway, i feel i feel i feel i uh, go ahead go let ahead me, let me just finish again i am i live in this world 99.5% of people will not notice these issues. You guys will you guys will see this and be like, looks great, looks perfect. Me as a designer, I noticed the stuff on my Switch. I noticed the stuff on my PS5 controller, which PS5, by the way, has a lot of bad design errors. Um, the, the majority of folks too are, many grooves on it. Too many grooves, like... trust me. Yes. Uh, <laughs> again, the majority of folks will not see this. They're not going to care. And so... That can go over fine. However, what this does lead to is the long-term, uh, how how long a product can last for you. You look at like the first-gen Switch, even though Nintendo has been doing consoles for 30, 40 years, the first-gen Switch had issues. It warped. It literally it would split because of the way yeah. the battery would overheat. They've subsequently fixed some of that stuff, but... Um, these types of products sh problems shouldn't be there. It, oh, I'm, I'm again, I'm only saying it because it, they are annoyances to me as a designer. You three won't see it. You three won't care about it. But long term, it has we we spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to get rid of tiny little gaps on a freaking car seat, which you're sitting on and you don't look at. It. So, anyways, again, stuff that I see as a designer that I can't help but notice. Uh, over you know when i look at this kind of stuff that said getting into the actual uh, so again it's a very solid device i like it uh from the feel the standpoint the weight is good the way i'm going to use it is good fits good um i think they made a huge mistake in where they put their USB-C outlet on top instead of on the bottom because uh i thought well how are you going to mount this because you're in you instantly get or dock it. You instantly get the switch vibe from this thing. You're like, okay, this is meant to be. It's meant to be docked, right? No, this this device is designed to not be docked. It's designed to be docked only in that rare occasion that you have to plug. You have to plug something into the top of this, which means you're gonna have a wire hanging out, which means you have all this kind of stuff. Um, this is meant to be used by design. It's meant to be used in a strictly handheld mode. Okay. Uh, it's very loud. It's it's as loud as my <laughs> laptop. It's it, because it, I ha I did not expect it to be this loud, as loud as it is. But that's because again, it's pushing hardware. It needs to be cool. They got um, the actual ventilation is kind of nice back here. I don't have an issue. It does get warm. It's not it's not crazy. And heat wise, uh, I, I don't think any any real handheld unless I'm like squeezing it doesn't get overly hot. This doesn't get overly hot. Um, the buttons are in the right spots. Everything feels good. These, they have a steam button and they have, I don't know if there's a select button or what. They're, they're a little bit more difficult to uh, interface with because they're flush with the surface. So you actually have to look down to try to find them. I, I would have actually. They, they need a slight, they need a slight bubble to them. They need a slight bubble to them. Exactly. You need to have some, a little bit of 3D to just so I can uh, blindly look at it and, and find it. So, Again, little annoyances, but uh, to me as designers, adds up to most people, they won't see it. But these things, I 
definitely impact my experience with this kind of stuff. Anyways, beyond that. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to turn this thing on for you guys. Okay. There it is. Wow. All right. Cool. So res- that was a resume from sleep. That was a resume from sleep. Um, this is the home. Essentially, you're greeted with this home screen. Wait, let me go to the actually the home screen here. You're greeted with this home screen, which says, here are your recent games. And don't look at a lot of these because I've been I have idle <laughs> the idle thing going on my on my Steam so I can get the cards. Um, but these are all your recent games. Uh, if you press the Steam button here, the me- this sort of side menu comes up, and then at the very top, it will let you know what games are sort of active uh, in the background, so that you can you kind of see you can go down to the library. The library is more of a typical app library thing. Now I made a point that the OS is a little on the slower side and it is because it is uh and it doesn't show it necessarily here it's like the switch's eShop it is an html based uh it's a web page that's embedded in this and that's why when you're scrolling games to buy it's slow um the refresh rate is kind of bad on this you can see it sort of jitter a little bit when it goes up to me that's an annoyance it's a usability thing and it makes me grow a little cross-eyed because i do have eye issues because i'm old as fuck um <laughs> but uh, uh i do like the layout of this but you can see i'm tapping down and it just kind of goes at different speeds and i i will typically tap down on something to uh quickly to try to find what i'm looking for i can use my hand and kind of slide but even then you're starting to see a little bit of frame rate issue again i don't know if this is big for a lot of folks for me personally, it does sort of it, does, it is an annoyance. Does the D-pad work better or is it the same? The, it's the same. Like I'm going up and down on this, and it just it kind of jumps sometimes. So you see it jump like that. If I'm tapping it a couple times, it just jumps for no reason. So these are there's a lot of things like this within this operating system that um I, it's it's something I've had issues with with Steam in general. Steam is not a good it's a very old product. And instead of doing a full relaunch of, of steam with, as an operating system there, they've done very, very iterative for very so long. And they've tried to be because of how steam is built. That steam is in this, which means that's what I'm, I'm dealing with. And, and I don't have a disdain for steam as a marketplace or as a place. I think it's, I think it's fantastic. That's where I have the majority of my, of my games. Actually, when you think about it, um, it's just, uh, it's old user interface, old software backends that I think are are really hampering this. Um, Okay. I'm going to go into a game right now. So how come every digital storefront for games kind of sucks? Like, can we just have a good one? I mean, it's just like, Everyone just wanted to be iTunes, and iTunes sucks yeah. ass. So yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. Here's the thing: is that you think about what are the what are the storefronts that are most successful at selling a lot of shit, yeah. and it's kind of like Steam and iTunes. So, like, what, what do you chase? The right. one that the one that we just said is shit, or the other one that we just said is shit. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, I mean, we both agree that they suck, but unfortunately, they are also like the top two selling yeah. <laughs> e platforms of all time. So they have. Uh, I'm just gonna note note these sections across the top. They have great on deck, which means all the games that you have are which are Steam Deck verified uh, or whatever they call it. Uh, all games. These are all the games you have that work on PCs on the PC platform. 
These are the games you have that are install actually installed on your device. Uh, and then you have non-Steam things, which you can find. Uh, like Chrome is like basically the first one you can get that's non-Steam. Um, again, as I noted, I thought, oh, I'm going to go check out Chrome. This sounds cool. Okay, let's go to Chrome here real quick as it loads up. Chrome, a browser. You know how easy this. Okay, there we go. Okay, cool. I want to go to a website. Let me tap here. Okay, where's the keyboard? Wait. There's an, oh, there is no keyboard. You have to hold the Steam button. Hold Steam and X. Oops, back out of there. Let me back out of this here. Hold Steam and X, and then the keyboard comes up, which is a to me, that's a usability fail. Uh-oh. You have a touchscreen device that Yeah, but you but you function. you left you left the Steam ecosystem, Dally, and you went to desktop known bad boy. Hold on. <laughs> uh, this is built into Steam. Stop. <laughs> um, even your watch is yelling at you dally you left you left the ecosystem it, um the the bad part about this is that they they offer you chrome yeah. within the steam deck operating system it's like hey here's a non-steam thing you know what you should get chrome download they like they're they almost push it download chrome okay i download chrome Suckers, Chrome doesn't function like how you would expect it to function on every <laughs> touch device. It's a desktop. Uh, and so that, to me, raised some big flags for me because I thought, well, crap. I could not figure out how to get around on the web. Is there like a weird uh, tutorial that you're like prompt that you missed, like Elden Ring? Or... Uh, there, is, there, there is no way that there is a single tutorial through no. any step of the Steam Deck, JJ. I'm just saying, with I, I, Dally, I anyway. you never know. With me, definitely, and we'll get in the Elden Ring. Actually, you know what? I take back my criticism, JJ. You're right. <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously, you have the stores and stuff. Go back. So you see Google Chrome is is launched so you got at the top there i'm gonna go home Oop, let me go to my library come on push button there we go library and i'm gonna go to uh games i have installed and let's play um one of the verified for deck games them's fighting herds you, you should really f make the, yourself the, the, game. Of the screen uh, <laughs> yeah i know i should <laughs> it's like now yeah. it's it's still a black screen. It's still loading. There you go. Um, I have noticed that if I play a game and then bounce out and then go to play another game and anything is updating or loading in the background, it comes. It can come to a grinding halt. It goes very slow and very chuggy, the, the Steam Deck does. Um, this is actually a pretty fun game, Them's Fighting Hurts. I had never played it, and I kind of, kind of stupidly dig it. Um, again, my my kid, my kid is a. My it was in guy. a humble bundle at one. It was point. in a humble bundle. That's exactly <laughs> how I got it. Yeah. Uh, um, it, you know, some of the games here play fantastic. If if a game is not verified on Steam Deck, very good chance it's not going to play as it would on a PC with a controller, right? Um, okay, back out of here. Hit the Steam button. Okay, I'm going to go to back home. You can hear it still playing in the background, which to me is kind of weird. It's like I, I didn't realize that if I go to the home screen away from the game, the game continues to play in the background. It's not, it's it's not paused. It doesn't go to like a space. Alt-tab. <laughs> exactly. It, 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 it's yeah. alt-tabbing. It's alt-tabbing. 
Um, okay, so I, yeah, and it's playing there. So now Chrome and Adam's Fighting Herds are playing. Let's see what my downloads are going right now. I have, uh, okay, no downloads in the queue. Good. Project Warlock is downloading, uh, which is good because I bought that game on a Hummel bundle earlier. Um, let's download that sucker. Um, yeah, it's playing in the it's background. Like and, and that kind of sucks to me. It's like, oh, great. I, I thought it would have auto paused. I have to actually manually close out of this. So exit the game. Oops, back over here. Exit the game. Oh, nope, never mind. Sorry. You see the little thing comes up. I have to use this to exit the game. It can't be touched. There you go. Exit the game. I accept. Can't you use the touchpad to control the mouse cursor? You can't select with the touchpad. I'm pretty sure you, pretty I, sure I, you I, can. I couldn't. If I was using it, I, I tapped and it would not. Uh, I, I can maybe click with this. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Like you can click with no, the touchpad. Using the touch screen and tapping on something did not work as a selection for them's fighting herds. Again, could be just based on that game. Uh, but I'm not sure. Um, there, <laughs> there's a lot of things in this which I don't think it's the hardware's fault. I think it's purely the operating system's fault. Um, and that, that's where I get to the point where... Or the operating system, system users. Yeah. Uh, no, it, the operating system user. Because <laughs> this is not, is not a... Not a Vita killer. This is not a Switch killer. It's not even. It's it's not nearly aimed at the same market as the Switch. Not aimed as. It's not aimed at console gamers. This. Uh oh. <laughs> the screen is clicking. Ugh, I'll put that down. The Steam Deck. Is She's stally. God Almighty. I, I I I had my phrasing for this is the Steam Deck is the 3D printer of hobbyist PC gamers in that. You, this is not what? aimed at the every, sorry, this is not aimed at the every gamer. It's not going to bring people into PC gaming. This is aimed at people who already have gaming rigs and love playing games on gaming rigs and want to take those games with them somewhere and know how to get into the back end of <laughs> a device to, sorry, I keep saying it though. Know how to get into the guts of a device Okay, yeah, that's okay, not any though. better. <laughs> <laughs> Get them guts, Dally. <laughs> know how to fiddle with the insides of a device. God damn it. <laughs> to get it to work like how they want. And that's that's because they they want the Steam Deck to be open and uh they've made it for the PC person or the PC gamer to to go into this as if it's an extension of their current PC. Me as a console person had a, had a hell of a time getting this to function like how I expected a console or a switch or whatever else to function because it's not made for that. It's not made for me. It's not made for, it's not made to be sold in the gaming section of Best Buy. It's made to be sold in the PC section of Best Buy. Um, I don't know if that, that, that maybe, that maybe is a good way to explain it. Uh, and my big, again, my big mistake was approaching this as if it, I'm reading off my notes here, approaching <laughs> this as if it was a console, which is not because with a console, I'm used to turn it on, tap a button, play. And in most cases, I can't because turn it on, start playing, something's downloading in the background, starts chugging like crazy. I have to, I've gone into Linux and gone into command line to fiddle with stuff. I should not have to do that with an all-in-one portable device. Um, uh, 
it's this is for the folks who really, really love PC gaming and, and the ones who are always saying this game, this game's gonna be great on PC. I, I'm gonna get this when it's on PC. Pokemon, if it's Pokemon's on PC, I'm buying I'm buying it then. Um I mean now it is, so now it is. <laughs> Tim was it Tim Tim? Whatever. Um no, uh, uh, I'm getting reading. It's not the best gaming PC because uh, it's not as open to modding. If there's an issue, you it's all software. You have to fix the software. You have to go in there and, and do some command line stuff to fix it. Um, uh, and it's not made to just start it, play, put it down, pick it up later. You guys saw it. it, it them's fighting hurt was running in the background. I thought I shut it down because in other games, it will go into a pause mode and other consoles, I should say, it goes into a pause mode in the background, and I can kind of do a few things and close it and load it back up. Yeah, so it really is just alt tabbing because games, it is alt tabbing. Yeah, yeah. games, games well, do that. Thinking about thinking about it, yeah. thinking about it a slightly different way, where if you have the Steam overlay running on a on a game on a Windows machine or on a Mac machine, mm-hmm. you hit Shift Tab. Yeah. Right. You hit Shift Tab. It brings up the Steam overlay. Yeah. In big in big picture mode, it it takes you to the big picture mode screen. It's that. Except it's, it's running, exactly. yeah, yeah, and so that's what to me makes it not a, <clears throat> it's not a portable console. Obviously, not a portable console. It's a, again, portable PC. It's not made to, it's not made for me. Um, unfortunately, I was super hyped on this thing, thinking that it was literally going to be a, I'm gonna start up, and it was actually simple enough to to get this thing up and running in my house. Uh, it connected like the setup is super fast. I thought that was actually really surprising, way faster than any other gaming device that I've had. Like be able to log into my account. It's like here are all your games. Oh shit, that was that was really quick. That's really nice of of Valve to do that. Like it was literally where's your which is your Wi-Fi? Tap in your Wi-Fi password, put in your account name. Good to go. That part was awesome. Easy, the easiest setup I've ever had in the gaming system. Um, but beyond that, it uh, it doesn't tell you what the issues are with the individual games that you're playing. Um, and my fear is that, and I've already have, had it happen before, where subsequent plays of certain games react differently. Um, Street Fighter, I have Street Fighter or Ultra Street Fighter 4, whatever that was. I think I got that from a bundle as well. That, uh, by the way, here we go. Hold on. Best take of the day, Ryan, is Jeff Grubb wrong? Jeff Grubb was paid off by Valve. Remember that? He got this thing for free. Oh, no. Here we go and again. He didn't finish Elden Ring before he gave that a 10. Let's just pass on to the... Uh, no. Um, no. He, uh, loves, he loves Balan Wonderworld, you know? He it's, loves Balan Wonderworld. We'll get no. Um, <laughs> uh, and it's, in, it's the Steam OS that fails this device from a usability standpoint. It's, it's not as solid as um as a console a console is a walled garden for a reason you're gonna go in every game is gonna work it may chug but it chugs because it's it's pokemon arceus with <laughs> frame rate issues it's not gonna chug because um you're trying to download something in the background and it's kicking you out non-stop of everything that you're doing and, and it freezes up and that's what i've had happen with this already Granted, that's a that's a that's a CPU threading issue, by the way. Well, exactly. I know, but I'm just I'm just I'm just clarifying, like for 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 folks that are going to watch and be like, God, why would it do that? The the, uh, network is tied to CPU usage um, because it's not truly suspending the game; it's running in the background. It tries to download; all the data is being. 
pushed by the CPU to do the download. It can't run the game simultaneously, and that's what happens. Yeah. And so I guess to kind of finish my whole thing about this is that um, this is not for the console person. It's never going to replace the console experience because of that. It's not made. It's not pick up and go type of experience. It is play your lat play in my case like that. Play your gaming device. Your already awesome gaming machine play part of that take part of that with you somewhere and the folks that are really into that aspect um sort of the the more niche pc market not like the average game like my daughter is never going to use this thing she loves she plays the majority of her game time is on roblox it's on uh minecraft on other stuff this will never be her she'll she won't she won't go to this thing she'll stick to her her pc because it's, it's easier to get into um and I, I reckon the majority of folks will think that same way too. People that are really hardcore into PC gaming and love to mess with stuff on a PC, this is perfect for them. They're gonna have a ball with this thing. They're gonna love this. They're gonna love. They're gonna love remapping stuff. Uh, unfortunately for me, again, I sh- I shouldn't have to say R one. I have to remap R one to R two because of because of the bad design. It should have already been designed as R one as as being the most accessible because that's what we're used to as gaming community idea. So well, I'll have, um, you know, Dolly as a PC gamer, I'm very excited to remap my controls. You know, that's so. exactly, exactly. Steve I don't remap a very good remapping yeah. stuff going on. Within there. No, that's, that's cool. It's, <laughs> and what I mean by that's cool is I don't know that even though I do remap stuff on you have Steam, a Steam my, controller, yeah. like <laughs> yeah, I do, and I freaking hate that thing. By the way, um, it's comfortable though. Um, it's it's not as easy to do some of that stuff on here. It's not as apparent to do some of that stuff on here to somebody who's coming into this, looking at this like a console gamer. Okay, um, this is not a bad device at all. Taylor, you said it best before. When you said Steam Deck Two is going to be awesome, because this is and what I what I was saying in Discord earlier, <clears throat> this is a device that I feel launched too early, um, and and you can kind of tell because they couldn't get enough of these devices made. They still have kind of low stuff. They're slowly ramping up. This should have been in the hands of power users, power Steam users, a small community for uh you know months in advance six months to a year maybe in advance guys like taylor maybe guys like you zach <clears throat> to use this thing or use some version of this thing run it through the paces of how you would actually use it and then open it up to the mass market i understand you can only buy this thing through steam uh and that's supposed to be a, a some type of gate but steam has millions and millions of users and a lot of us like me saw a tweet from wario which was like Hey, you can buy it right now on Steam. I was like, fuck it. I'm buying this thing on Steam like everybody else. And then Gan is in here fucking talking about throw this fucker up on Pegolin, StockX. Like, throw this fucker up on StockX and get $1,500 for it. And I'm like, maybe it will. Um, but no, it's... Uh, Jezball, what, are you going to play some chip quests after this game? <laughs> but, um, I, I, I do feel like it's still in early access. Uh, and that's okay um, but I, that's where I thought maybe the initial delivery of this sh- should have been to more of a smaller group to really kind of put it through the paces before it goes to this larger audience. Cause the rest of us guys like me expected this to be the Jesus gaming PC and it, it ain't not yet. 
It it so, may be by the end of this year, but it ain't now. So I will say a couple of things. I mean, why? Because so obviously I don't have one yet. Um, uh, but a <laughs> um, couple. I think that I do agree that it's definitely not for. Yeah. Console folks that are like, oh, finally the the finally the bridge, my games. Yeah, yeah finally, uh, finally the bri- the 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 bridge really. machine for me. Um, I think I think Dally's underselling uh, who the market is a little bit because yeah, right. It's not the, it's not the entry level. This isn't your baby's first PC. But I think no, it. I think I. I, I, I think I, it could be it, exactly it could be. in the future, not yeah. now. Yeah, but I that, don't think I don't think that the pro like the software problems that you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, here's here's the thing. It's it's it is. This is a handheld PC that's that yeah. Valve markets as a handheld PC. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not marketed as a console in yeah. in any of the material. Um, and so I'm I don't want to. Definitely not a PC gamer. I most of my PC mm-hmm. gaming is on a pre-built laptop that I buy, and I couldn't put together a computer if my life depended. Right, on and 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 I think for that for those folks, yeah. I actually think that this is a strong parallel. This is a this is a computer that you are buying in a handheld format. Yes, it's running it's running on a customized operating system image, which is SteamOS, which is based on Arch Linux, Arch Linux, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, if you're going to buy a gaming laptop to say I'm going to install and play my games on it, I would expect somebody that can do that could play this on the Steam Deck because yeah. I, 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 a lot you're going to a lot of the weird software issues that Dally runs into is just kind of PC stuff. stuff. Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not like That's... like, and, and I I can like I a lot of stuff I couldn't figure out, but also I know I could figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> so, like a lot of those. No, I and and yeah. that's exactly it. And, that, and I think that's what I was tra- I was hoping. Maybe I just didn't make myself enough, clear yeah. enough. Was those issues are common to people who are who know PC stuff, it's like, oh, that's an issue on a PC. I know how to solve it. I can remap my buttons. I can go into the back end and do a but super that, quick line of code that I found online in the forums that that'll fix base, <laughs> To run code on it? Come that, on. Like, that play, but the player base that understands how Steam works uh, is significant. Like, it's not, it's, you know, it's it's not... I'm just saying, yeah. Steam has included button remapping as a part of the UI for its application yeah. for like five plus years. Yeah. Oh, I'm going into the desktop mode right now. Oh uh, boy. Linux desktop. <clears throat> well, he's gonna yeah. program something for this. This is how I got Bash. my emulators on this thing. Pseudo RV. Pseudo app get Steam. <laughs> um, no, so I mean, I the way. The way this was overhyped, and it was overhyped a lot. The same way, let me say, let me, let me finish what I'm saying. Very was similar it? to how Elden Ring was was hyped. Oh in boy! That oh, here we is, go. And we're gonna. I want to transition Elden Ring because I'm, I'm really enjoying Elden Ring actually. Um, it. Uh, this is. If you're looking at this strictly as a as a handheld gaming PC, <laughs> <laughs> looking at it strictly as a handheld gaming PC, it's not it's not the best 
it's not the best gaming PC. It's not. It be, and it's because you can't go. You can't. Is go it the best PC. handheld gaming PC? It's one of the best handheld gaming PCs out. Naming there. name the name better handheld other. game. Name the better <laughs> handheld gaming PC immediately. I I demand. I demand that you name me the but superior handheld game. No. <laughs> no, like, I I think it's the Fire <laughs> Tablet Eleven or whatever. You're losing me. Uh, it's, it's it, you're, you're like uh, you're gonna be like Chris Grant on the old Joystick podcast. You're like this just needs to come to iOS, and we're all just, gonna be. Happy. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm going back in time. Uh, okay, I'm offending people who are hardcore PC folks, and I don't fucking. Care and JJ. <laughs> and JJ. Um, you're just a, you're just you're not offending me. You're just offending my sensibilities. <laughs> I went into this because of the form factor of something that's handheld and completely contained. My initial thought on this thing was it's just going to work perfectly because of what, because of what I know about handheld gaming devices, because of what I know about handheld consoles, because I don't know what, whatever I went into this thinking it's just going to work without issue. And it should just work. That was marketed as a computer. (laughs) (laughs) I can market I can market a Chevy as a Porsche. It's not going to make you think it's a Porsche. Um, but you know it's not just it, No, you saw you saw a Chevy that had the body of a Porsche, ignored the ignored the the manufacturer and said, "Hold on. This doesn't rev like a Porsche." Just because, just because it has a just because it has it's a Porsche body on a Pontiac Fiero doesn't mean it's a Porsche. And anyway, the guy Dally, told you it was a kit car. <laughs> I I feel like in all of the months that we went back and forth talking about Steam Deck, you never asked me any of the questions about how this thing would work. In which case, I would have gladly told wait, you the wait, truth. Wait, 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 wait. Times did we talk about like side loading windows onto this thing? Well, yeah, I think it's a sideload window so I can play my Xbox game really kinda, What I'm finding really interesting about this is that I hear a lot of, you didn't ask us how this is going to work. It, well, when I buy you, this and it shows up, a, I'm a, I'm a, as it shows up as a product, it comes with one tiny little piece of paper that says, welcome to Steam. That's it. It's, it doesn't say... Here are all the here's how you sideload Windows 10 so you can get Fortnite running on this. It doesn't. It says, Welcome a- to this product. It shows you this. It shows you this home screen, which says, hey, check out this really cool home screen. All these cool games. Got a lot of news on here. Uh it's not designed like a PC from a usability standpoint. It's not designed like a PC from a modding standpoint. Uh, because you can't get into the hardware of this sucker. Maybe you can, but it doesn't mean that you're going to be putting bigger chips in here. Steam doesn't come with it's... an instruction manual, and this is a Steam. Fucking... I okay. <laughs> no, I mean, no, no, no. I, I, I don't, I don't disagree with with, yeah. with what Dally's saying. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, the, I'm not saying it's a bad device. I'm not. The diff- the difference the difference is is that we. I think that it's also unfair to say that the form factor dictates our expectations on what a device is supposed to be able to now, do. Listen, I will say this. You're correct. 
but that takes time to break that it takes time but to break that they and on the other hand valve is also taking advantage of the form factor and the associations that go along with it and there are certain things that you have yeah. to adhere to if you are going to take advantage of those of those pre-noted uh what's the word i'm looking for there's some expectations um, there's yeah yeah you're taking advantage of the association of the form factor with with products that are already on the market. Yes. Um, and if you're going to do that, you have to be prepared for the criticisms that are going to come along with what happens when they don't work as well. And exactly. And that's why I'm saying this. That being said, Dale, you're still wrong in many ways. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. No. Um, this, again... This is not for me because I see the switch and the switch just fucking works. The switch, I pop a cartridge in. I don't have to go through a back. I don't have. I hate saying God. Every time I get that, I don't have to go through any type of coding and closing things out and going in to get something to work. In this case, I do. Granted, again, if Valve can fix their user interface, can fix their operating system, and get it to work like how I'm expecting it to work as a device like this, which. Is not only just fighting uh, uh, the Switch, it's also fighting tablets that are out there, right? Because the number one selling touchscreen device, the iPad, is to, is the best interface for it. Way better than the Switch. Way better than this in terms of interfacing with the touchscreen device. Um, you do have that in your in the back of your head as someone coming into this thing. I bought this thinking, again, I can't wait to play all my Steam games on this. It's going to be awesome. Now I've realized 23... Of the 170 Steam games I have are the ones that work. And there are issues with those Steam games as well. They don't just... What about work. Final Fantasy VI Pixel? I, I got to pick that up. I'm definitely... <laughs> now, which font are they using? Um, it, to me, that as a person looking at this as an all-in-one device... Because, again, the home screen, you open it up. The home screen is, this is your all-in-one device. The home screen isn't, here is a Linux desktop. It's, check out everything you can do with this with this device, here's your home screen. Here are all the games that just work, but they don't just work. Uh, and so you go into this again, like you said, um, in the back of your head right now, it's it, it's going to be compared to the Switch. It's going to be compared to tablets because of the form factor. And you need to you need to be vastly you need to offer something. And it again, there's tons of great layers in this. Uh, folks that are big into like JJ, you're gonna love this for being able to do the emulation on here and to do yeah, all kinds of cool stuff. Finally, this is this is this is gonna be a great it. yeah, it's gonna be a great emulation device. Um, it uh, we're losing Zach. He's yeah, he's <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just with them, just with them. Um, but it but looking at this thing, to play with. Uh, I wish I was, playing. but looking at this thing strictly from what you have to compare against right now, it is uh. It is not hitting that tone just yet. Again, okay. all let's, it let's, takes, I hate to say all it takes, fix the user interface and really hone in on the portable portable gaming. This is your portable Steam library experience. You're gonna sell this, you're gonna sell this thing like crazy. To so folks like me, to folks like me. Yeah. So here's here's my quick take, especially since I don't have yeah. one. So it's it's gonna yeah. be extra quick. There's a there's a couple things that Valve could have done. One is that the Steam Deck is the first time that SteamOS version three um, 
So just so you, you know, for anybody that doesn't know, Steam OS technically has existed. We know it is big picture mode. Mm-hmm. Um, technically, it's gone through two iterations, uh, previously based on other versions of Linux. Version 3, which is what's on the Steam uh, Steam Deck, is based on Arc Linux. Um, this is the first time that it's ever been released, it's ever been used, is on the Steam Deck directly. The, right now, there's no other way to get it other than on the Steam Deck. Um, that's a really big hurdle to try and surmount on your first go around. You create a brand new version, a major revision of an operating system, and you put it on hardware that had no beta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you don't beta test uh, an entire version of an operating system, and you don't have, um, you know, theoretically, obviously they had uh, dev builds of the hardware, but the dev builds of the hardware were running on your beta and alpha builds of your uh, operating system as well. That's a it's a really <laughs> bold, uh, bold yeah. production move. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're yeah. hurting on it. Um, Linus uh, from Linus Tech Tips, I mentioned this in the Discord, um, he posited that the idea that they probably delayed this not because of hardware issues or availability issues, although I'm sure that was probably a contributing factor, uh, but because of necessary delays in getting mm-hmm. the operating system even to the point that it's at now. And it certainly seems like that's probably probably true. Yeah, um, yeah. So. And again, I think it, through tons of usability testing, and again, I, I, I bring up Taylor because Taylor lives with something like this as a, as a really great device. Um, and I think you're really going to love this thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they, they just, they, they need the ability to suspend apps yeah, instead, of, inst- inst- instead of just suspending the operating system, which is what the, uh, which is what it does right now. Um, you know, you need to be able to press the Steam button, suspend yeah. the app, and put it into a sleep mode if they can figure that shit out. Um, and those and, are the yeah. small things that that break a, an experience for me. And that's what makes it feel like this isn't made for me. Because the stuff that I'm used to on my phones, on my other consoles, on my other tablets, it doesn't function like that here. Um, and it... you through Steam Deck you know, 2, baby! Yeah. That's exactly right. I think they're going to learn so much from this too, thing. Baby. Steam Deck, two, Steam, Steam Deck 2 is going to launch on like Steam OS 3.5 or some shit like that. And yeah, I mean, it. Yeah. listen, this, this, this is hopefully, theoretically, this is the oh, reception <laughs> that they needed. This is um, the best line because, Stefan, now you know what I have to go through when I listen to them fucking talk about Final Fantasy 14 every week. <laughs> All right. No, Listen, no, no, no. we only we only had like one show. We only had one show where we talked about Final Fantasy fourteen for more than an hour, I'm pretty sure. But no, this is this is this is this is the end of this is the end I, of the I'm Steam Deck talk. I'm taking control of this. Three lightning round, three questions. What's the battery yeah. life like? Uh battery life's about ninety minutes. Does it play wind jammers? It's, it is know. longer than 90 minutes. Hold on. How are you going to answer? The 90 minutes is completely dependent on exactly what you're playing on it. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. Sorry. 90 minutes is based on what I'm playing on this. That's okay. that's okay. all I know. Okay. So I can't answer okay. for like four hours. Sorry. Okay. Okay. It's okay. Wind chambers, you said yes. And number three, does it play Elden Ring? Do you want to talk about Elden Ring? I want to talk about Elden Ring. <laughs> if we have to talk about suspending something again, I'm going to suspend myself from the rafters. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> you could have just said, I'm going to suspend myself from the podcast, my man. Wow. Dude, this is what it takes to get you guys to shut up for a little while. Elden Ring! So All right, now, now or listen, guys, we're at an hour and 20 minutes, so it's time to make it to two hours and 20 minutes talking about Elden Ring, if you would, please. Okay, so I'm I'm going to start off this conversation because I got... I, I want to yeah, get Please, my... let's move on to the other note taker. I, I haven't taken any notes. It's all right here. So you're you're about to about to be in for a dangerous place. So Zach's mind. <laughs> I I want to start off first because I think it's gonna color our entire conversation. Um. So I Elden Ring feels like like what Breath of the Wild said it was like that continuation of Zelda One. Like that's what it feels like at least. To me, it feels like this is the realization of what Breath of the Wild conceptually can be. Um, so that's just how I've colored my whole experience with it is kind of with that. But then I think the other thing that I've come to realization is like Elden Ring objectively, I think might be one of like the like like a perfect game almost like objectively, just like like you write down all of its parts and like everything and like everything that I think you you could ever wish for a game to be Elden Ring is. Um, yeah. It's just an inspiring game from a design stand stamp standpoint. Uh, it's just crazy. Like I, I've just, my mind's always going crazy thinking about this game. Like how did they, how did they even begin to design this as this part of it? Like how they even think about this part of the map? Like how, like it's just, insane uh but you know objectively writing it down on paper i think it's a perfect game which is crazy to say is i would never think i would say that but yeah that's genuine that's where i'm gonna be coming from when i talk about the game but like there's also the subjective side but objectively you know yeah but yeah it's crazy this 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 game is special like I don't know what it is, but it's just like I because they they have the Breath of the Wild formula, but they've like they've made it better by just making things that you find mean something. Like everything you find means something. Like like this is used for something. This is this has use. This has use. This weapon could be used for this. Like this, a person might like that weapon. A person might like this. Versus Zelda, where it's like, oh, you go do something, and like, here's a little seed that does nothing. Here's this little, like, rupee that just whatever. But it's like, Elden Ring is like, they're vital things to the exploration, to your level, to just everything. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's... And then just the design of it. Like, I think when, when, we, when we all start to talk about it, we're all going to have these, like, oh, yeah, I went... I went to the right, and there's a slope, and there's this tree that was hiding this thing. It's like so cool to like naturally discover something, um, and that's hard for games to do. But that that's just kind of it. Everything else I'm gonna say is gonna be based off of what y'all say. So, yeah, I'm I'm gonna hop in real quick. I'm just gonna tag in based off of what you said, and I, I agree with you. Um, I I think this game's a ten. Um, it's yeah. totally not for me, and it's totally not for a lot of people. Um, being a, being a perfect game doesn't mean that it's perfect for everybody, right? Uh, to me, Zelda's a perfect game, not perfect for everybody. Uh, yes, it is actually on the line. Um, but no, it's uh, uh, it, it, what 
and I'll get into the, I, I will also get into a little bit of detail later. Um, every time I want to lead off with every time a new souls game releases, I hear from people. Okay. No, this is the one that will get you into it. Um, I absolutely am enjoying my time with this game. And I never thought I would hear myself say that this is not going to get me into any more souls games. Um, because the next Souls game isn't going to be open world like this. Um, no, there's it, there's no there's nothing to go back yeah. to. <laughs> it's the it's the it's easily the best of this genre by far. Um, it is it's it's so well made, and even the stupid bugs that we come across, people sharing them on it's so endearing to me. Even my horse getting stuck with his head in the side of a tower, I laugh for like 15 minutes and just took spun around and took photographs. Um, this isn't an accessible game. It's definitely not for everyone. That's by design, though. And it's not, it's not that it's hard. I don't care that it's hard or challenging. I, I actually appreciate that. They've designed this game a certain way. To me, it's not accessible because it goes so deep into the weeds in terms of it's there are a lot of steps. Massively esoteric. Exactly. Exactly. Um, it, it's, it's why I, don't, I haven't played D&D very much. And because it, yeah. there's a, there, this is like, it's almost sadistic. You you have to really love Excel sheets of data to be into a game like this. And that's totally again, totally cool. I think I think there is Man, do I have a game for you? It's called, yeah, it's called Rune, RuneScape. Oh, not again. No. But uh I there it, I'm never going to finish this game. I'm never going to get very far into the story because I've already I missed the opening fucking tutorial because of the the game tried to fucking trick me and because i'm so used to like if somebody Wait, says you hey, you found you, you skipped the tutorial didn't you yeah i said i i i, I didn't skip it i missed it because i was a big ass hole just go in the hole and you talk to the dude and he says that people that want to learn go down the hole i <laughs> In other games, it's a trap. And the stupid messages that people yeah. leave you, the stupid messages that people leave you made me believe it was a trap. Anyways, that was... It's an amazing tutorial, by the way. Yeah, it's a, it is a great... I, I have gone into it. It's a great tutorial. <laughs> um, it's clearing things up for me. Even after going through this tutorial, this game isn't going to click as something that, that everybody's going to be into. And that's yeah. totally fine. Totally fine. Just like Monster Hunter... I I now understand Monster Hunter after these last you know after <laughs> finally figuring out it's not a game for me. I love it. I love looking at it. I love just walking around Elden Ring. There are very few games that are true open worlds. Elden Ring, Breath of the Wild, Elder Scrolls, maybe some bits of GTA, but that's more sandbox. That may be it. To be um, a truly yeah. open world where you can literally. You don't have to worry about the story. Just go and do whatever the hell you want and enjoy your time there. And I think to me, that is what Elden Ring does maybe better than any other game out there. Now, granted, it's, it is uh, obsessively difficult. So I, it's not like Zelda where I can go over there and just kind of meet up, beat up some moblins and come back and, and whatever. Um, but by that's by design. It's meant to be challenging. It's meant to get you to figure out how to beat things instead of just pounding enemies into, into, uh, you know, death. But again, I'm, I will absolutely not rec be able to recommend this to majority of gamers <laughs> for the reason, because if you haven't been into dark souls before, you will not be into this game for that gameplay aspect. You may get into this game. Like I did for 
just loving adventuring and just walking around and trying shit. Again, I'm, I'm never going to beat this game because I've already missed the story and I have no fucking idea where I'm going right now, which is totally fine uh, in this case. And I think that's the, the, I think that's what makes this so endearing. Anyways, I didn't, I don't know if you guys thought I was going to go that route because I, I initially started this game going, what the fuck? I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. This is, this is impossible to get into. When you ask this, that. we didn't have uh, good high hopes when you asked us. Like, there's no sprint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And those are all, that was. There's literally again, a prompt in the stupidity. game I don't read shit, and I and I. That's why there's. That's why again, yeah. There are some. I I I know to sprint by holding down the left, uh, the left analog the stick, yeah, the the left joystick, and it's not in that way in this game. So I had to relearn that stuff. Totally fine. That was me, uh, and I'm taking the L on that, and I'm totally fine doing <laughs> it. Anyways, that's those are my thoughts. Phenomenal game. I cannot recommend it to the majority gamers, but for but not for a reason that it's bad. It's just for the reason that if you haven't been into Souls games before, you're not going to love this game for the Souls aspect of it. That's all I got to say. I guess for for me, uh, I, I hate playing this game because I don't like because I'm bad at it. I've reached my yeah, upper I'm limit. Horrible at it, yeah. I've reached my upper limit. But I I I love Elden Ring. I love it's a lot of things. It's yeah. where I love what you're doing. Um, yeah. And I'll be completely and brutally mm. honest on this. I'm just cheating my way through this game. I, I've got to learn to cheat. I've got to learn. Play, to cheat. I'm playing an offline mode uh, mm. just just to be as kosher as possible. Mm. And I've got a trainer downloaded. I can just if I need to, I can just activate certain things and i can just fucking explore i oh, still you're get playing to, it on pc aren't you i'm playing Damn, it on I pc on so I, I get to experience <laughs> elden ring i get to explore the map i still get to enjoy some of the elden ring bullshit because it's like miyazaki knew what the fuck i was doing and it's like oh you're you think you're you think you're invincible and you're gonna fight this dragon no fucking way. I don't care that you have God <laughs> mode on. It is a one hit kill on you. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, and, and you know, all of these, I still get a good, like, I get like, you know, waylaid out of nowhere by a boss that I didn't know I was anywhere near or mm -hmm. like a, like a map boss. So, like, I love, it's like, I just love the lore. I love exploring this map. I love discovering things. Mm -hmm. Um, I will turn. I, 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 I and that's. I'm just enjoying the game the way I want to enjoy it. I know I'm not going to have any fun playing this game as, <laughs> as God intended. Uh, but I'm in, I'm really enjoying just experiencing it and being able to understand any of this mm -hmm. conversation mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, I just like being in there. I just I, I'm yeah. really just enjoying. See, I, every time you 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 exit somewhere, and you're just like, how how is how 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 <laughs> how this game's too big, but like in a good way, not yeah. a, not, not yeah. in a negative way. Where it's just I mean, like, if because if everything think that feels opening like area is huge, then it's like yeah, yeah. it's like <laughs> it, it's 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 it one of those bigger. things like. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's one of those things where nothing feels like it's just there to take up map space. 
which no. either, mm. which is what the most impressive. Yes. Because like, thank you. Yeah, great because point. like you play Ocarina of Time, and it's an open world map. But is it like it, it's nothing? There's nothing. It's there. it's an it's an open world map with a lot of empty space. Yeah, yeah. nothing's really empty that. here. There's always something in the horizon that you look at, and you're like, what "The fuck's that?" And you like wander mm-hmm. over there, and it's gonna kill you almost certainly. But the adventure <laughs> to get over there is exciting. Like it, it always mm-hmm. feels like. They, they've made sure every angle has something. Every area you go has something going on. And it's so impressive. The mm-hmm. absolute scope of this game is what drove me into just saying, like, I know I'm not going to be able to beat this game. It, yeah. it is above my skill set. Yep. I, I, I know my limits. Uh, and that's fine. That that's that's fucking fine. I appreciate it. There's there mm-hmm. needs to be games like this. I grew up in the yeah. NES. You know, it, it was an achievement to beat Ninja Gaiden. You know, it, it's what it is. What it is. It, it, these games need to exist. Um, and I, I played Ninja Gaiden with a fucking game genie, and I'm playing this <laughs> with a fucking trainer. So that's just where I'm at with it. And I am loving every second I've spent with this game. I think I've, I, but I'm like sixty hours into this game, and I feel wow. like I've seen absolutely fucking nothing mm-hmm. uh because i'm just living this world it's like one minute i'm like in a town that looks like in smith the next minute it's just like oh uh, this the tornado alley i don't know what the fuck's going on <laughs> uh and i will I, I you know because of how i'm playing it i will see it to completion because i'm absolutely fascinated by the world the lore every creature design is exciting there's never been a dull moment right when it comes to creature so design cool. in any single mo- section of the sector of this game uh yeah but I, i've told people like at work it's like uh like <laughs> like so oh so you're playing it how is it and i was like oh i hate every moment of it but <laughs> <laughs> but i'm but i've given up trying to pretend like i'm playing this game and i'm just jj there are skeletons on a blimp that dropped down on top of you. I have like it's like above them above that like swamp land. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I found those. I saw the blimp and I was like, what the fuck is that? And I go over there and like one of them is like a twirling arrow man that so destroyed cool. me. It's so no, cool. I, I just love it. I I, I love I, my favorite part is the surprise shit. Like, mm-hmm. just entering a room and just having a, 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 a scary man immediately try to just wreck your shit is some of the most comedic gaming yeah. I have ever seen in my life. This is the this is one of the funniest <laughs> games you can ever mm-hmm. play mm-hmm. without a lick of comedy being written in it. It is so... And it's designed that way. This is one of the most gamiest-ass games that has ever been made because there is no attempt to try to like combine like lore and gameplay and what makes sense it's like no this is what would make for a fun game moment Mm -hmm. and i'm just gonna fucking do it and i don't care what (laughs) like if if, like if it makes sense or not this is just what's going to happen and it, it wants to be a video game and i i respect the hell out of that and it's so wild yeah. how massive this undertaking Dude, was no. and how they fucking nailed it <laughs> it's like they nailed the landing and it's crazy to me like no there's like the the like the first dungeon that you do is stormville castle yeah and that thing is fucking ginormous it's it is so big so big it's like and then hours I spent looking 
and they're and then you're like, you know what? I they they can't do another one that big. You get to the next one, it's like, oh, there's two, there's two of them here. Okay. <laughs> it's like it's I don't know how they even did it. Like the create the the creativity this team has is just like yeah. out of this world. And like I might come across as like a like a big Souls fan, but I'm really not. Like I like Dark Souls one. I don't like the other Dark Souls games. I like Sekiro a lot, but like that's really it. Like I've just kind of been on the outs of these games because I'm like they've done the same thing for five games straight. Like I want something new, and this is it. And it's just like, dude, this just at this the stuff that you see, the the things that you. Like encounter, like like you're saying, it's a funny game, and <laughs> a lot of people don't appreciate that aspect. But the the, the, the game makes me laugh constantly because it's like, <laughs> oh, crazy, cool, like, yeah, it's it's just a, like in in a world where games try and be more than like games, yeah, like like let's just have this like really deep story, blah blah. This is just like, hey, here's this big ass world, have fun, see like like I'll see you in like five years again, like. It's just awesome. Yeah. Uh, anyways, sorry, Taylor. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's all right. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that's side questing. Uh... <laughs> no, I mean, like, um, I like, I like it. Um, I like it more than you're the wrong. Other, the other, <laughs> I mean, that's fine. That's uh, you shit. Um, I, I I like it more than Dark Souls games. Um, playing this does not entice me to go back to any of the other Dark Souls games uh, because they still are what they are, which is uh, not interesting. Um, because <laughs> what they do is say, uh, we are going to pop shit out at you to please ourselves as we make this video game and so that you will die um and then the next time that you do it you'll know that it's there and if you forgot you'll die again and um like that's and okay thank you that's the whole video game um if you get frustrated by that you can come back to it later when you're less frustrated and try it again um with elden ring it's if you become frustrated by that uh I, I, Stefan, I didn't play Bloodborne. I don't intend to, um, like, because, like, I Bloodborne is well regarded as better than many of the Dark Souls games, but suffers from the exact same problem that I just described. Because in my they opinion, just set, they just set you on a path that you have to walk towards your death. Right. It's 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 it's, it's the path. Um, yeah. it might be slightly better designed path. Yeah. Compared comparatively, um, uh, but the rest of it's the same. Um, yeah. What what. What is promising to me about Elden Ring is the fact that, you know, I I got to the castle really early because the game starts out and it's like, yo, follow the light of grace Uh because that's what you have to do. So I did. And I got to the castle really fast. Um, And uh, then I ate shit repeatedly. Same, same. And, um, you know, I did what I thought was a good idea, which was dodge a a few enemies that were like, okay, I probably can't take this right now. Um, and I probably, I mean, that was probably true. Uh, but the difference was that I got, I got to the castle and, you know, if it was a dark souls game or a, or dark, you know, 
Bloodborne or whatever, um, the the op- the options would be to okay find the best place where you can farm and level up your character and then do that until you're strong enough to now now you can proceed. Uh, the difference with Elden Ring is that it's kind of still the same thing where you have to do that, except that I'm not going and farming a spot. I'm like, oh, look, it's the rest of the map to to go find shit. Yeah. Um, and that makes a very, very big difference. Um, yeah, like the game design of Souls is like, they put you through a ringer and it's like you're stuck there. Like you, there's no escape. And with Elder Ring, is like you go to these ringers and you're like, oh, I don't really feel like this. I'm gonna go over here. Like I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go explore, and yeah. my, just I'm like hop on tour and run past them. Like yeah. that, yeah. that little, that little design choice, giving you the choice to just run away, mm-hmm. changes yeah. everything. Like it's, it's like that's what makes this game enjoyable because like, like it's I, not... I hit, I hit a, I hit a bad spot in Dark Souls and I'm like. Okay, if the rest of the if the rest of the experience is like this, I'm just gonna and then I literally have quit every single one I've tried to play because mm-hmm. uh, it just because yeah. it just like I get to that point, it's like no, it's just not fun. Um, this is just I don't know different in an it's, inherent it's, way. Yeah, because yeah, like what Dark Souls makes you do is it makes you contemplate outside of the game, and that's like mm-hmm. like that for a lot of people is just like okay, like that's not fun. But I, yeah, oh, I, I could do it. I just don't want yeah, to. No, exactly. But in Elden Ring, it you're contemplating what happened, but you're doing other things that is also accelerating your character at the same time. So it's like they keep you playing the game while still getting the same result that you would from a Dark Souls game. Uh, just but but the psychological choice that they give you is huge. Like that's why people are saying this is the easiest Souls game when it's really not. It's yeah, no, it's, because... it's it's just that the difficulties kind of spread out differently. Yeah, yeah. it's giving yeah. you the op- if it's giving you the opportunity to run away until you feel like you're it's, mentally that, ready. That, to... It's <laughs> like saying, um, you know, uh, just just for example's sake, like one Zelda game is harder than the other because it has dungeons laid out specifically, and then yeah. a Zelda game that lets you choose which dungeon you do first is easier because the option is there. Um, it's like saying Breath of the Wild is easier because you can run straight to Ganon. Um, it's like, I guess, but like, I mean, you know, it's like, or you could, you know, or because it's easier because you can get all the shit and then go to Ganon and then Ganon's really easy. Like the same argument is there. Um, not that I'm intentionally trying to make Breath of the Wild comparisons, but I mean, it's an apt comparison. It's pretty like, I can't, I, there's no, I can't climb mountains with my bare hands. Yeah, that's true. Automatically. Kind of weak, kind of a weak entry. You want to hear my dally moment, uh, in this game though, that uh, was there. Please do. I didn't know you had to rest at the, uh, Oh, oh, the grace to activate the fucking leveling system in the. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, I was significantly into the game until like, oh, yeah, I, I think you were, yeah, you were, so, you were so into it that you ignored what the lady told you about. I, yeah. I can, I can power you up I, if I, you I, rest I, here. Because, like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, these like, moments of stupidity yeah. that everybody fa- is facing in this game. Everybody is having these, I can't believe I missed that type of moment. I, can't believe I, I think that's this, awesome. I, I actually I think that's yeah. really cool. Guy's yeah. note to tell me. It's yeah, a really, I believe this note. I died. It's a really cool community thing is what I'm about to say. Like my, like my Final Fantasy group, my guild, 
like there's like 200 of us in there like we're all active and like we have like a sub channel where we're just, like people who are playing the game are just in there talking about the game but so fun to be like hey what is this where do i do this how did you find this where is this and you're just sharing with people this like community aspect of the game is so fun it's like how did you get that weapon where's where's this uh cook cookbook at where's this like church at like it's just so fun to talk to people and just share things like for example i don't know if you know the colored stones that people say don't do anything what those do if you drop them off a cliff and they shatter that that means you'll die from that drop if they don't shatter you can survive that drop so like that's my favorite item in the game because I just walk off the cliff. Like, oh, let's see where this goes. Okay, Sit. I can, I can live. Like, throw, throw one of those bad boys on your pouch slot. You'll, you'll use it. Yeah, they're, they're great, and they can light rooms and stuff. Like, but you wouldn't, I wouldn't know that unless my friend told me. And I was like, oh shit, like that's really good. Like, it's that's why I love these weird esoteric games like runescape because it's an it's a community thing where it's like we learn this together like we are forming the future of this game like when a person plays this game in three three years they're gonna be using knowledge that all of us have gathered now and that's that's something that's really interesting to me and, and they're um, gonna continually they're gonna find things in three years like they still are finding with zelda they're gonna find things in this game be like yeah. i didn't know you could do that and it's gonna bring in everybody back in for like a weekend did you guys find the uh the underground area i think taylor probably did but like you go into an elevator it's like yeah. this five minute long ride down you're like oh cool and it's like oh another map okay. <laughs> like let's see what this is <laughs> a whole ass map but yeah no there's seriously two huge ass castles in the next area right after the first big castle it's like oh like they legit spent hundreds of man hours making these huge ass dungeons. Um, yeah, it's it's something that should be celebrated. Like just the that. amount of creativity that this I love game that allows. You can, like go onto Twitter and see somebody's like screenshot that they took, and it's like, where the fuck is this? Like, that's a whole area I haven't seen yet, or like. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's like it's a it's a new location every time you see a screenshot it's the fucking craziest thing it's so cool it's so fucking cool this game it's going to, yeah it's I... going to be like the game of the year i don't think there's, there's any no there's, chance <laughs> i can't i can't picture like even somebody like me who, like I don't think so. I no. think this game is just so special. So, so here's so here's the thing: is what's going to happen for a lot of games that um, are sequels by comparison to this one. So, like, yeah, a, I mean, yeah, it's kind of a sequel to Dark Souls Three, but it's also very much not. Yeah. Um, it's Dark Souls God, Four, Bloodborne Two, Dark Souls Five, Armored Core, CS Seven. CS Seven. Uh, but I mean, the thing is, is that God of War is going to be most likely more God of War. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be great. Most it's going to be great. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the yeah, difference is that in space, you know, the outer bloods, <laughs> blood, blood, soul six, what this game is, is not more. I mean, yes, it's more of those games, 
but it's more of a different game that doesn't exist. I think that God of War is going to be a little too close by comparison to what it was. And that game came out four years ago, relatively recently. Um, Same thing with Zero, with uh, uh, Horizon, uh, Forbidden West, same thing. I mean, we'll see. I mean, Playland uh, Starfield is a huge unknown, um, yeah. entire, entirely possible. Um, because we, we all, we, we joke that, you know, just fall out in space or whatever, but like, what if, Here's they, a, he, yeah, what if they take yeah. a similar route to this? What if yeah. it's like, it's the formula, but we flipped if it. If it's the formula elevated to a new, to a new degree, absolutely. Yeah. It could be, yeah. the, it could be the contender. Um, yeah. you know, we just kind of look at what they've done, what they've done rec- historically. recently yeah. and it's like, that's not the expectation. Uh, but then again, I wouldn't have put that as the expectation for what I mean, FromSoft would have done. Yeah. <laughs> No, my see, like my expectations. My only expectation going into this game was I just want a game where I can explore and just like have fun playing a hard game. That's all I wanted. I did not expect for the game to be an industry shifting, genre bending yeah, sure. game. Like, I did not expect that. Um, like this is like this is the game we're going to be talking about for the next decade. Like, oh, Elden Ring did like oh this game took this like this game is trying like this is this is that game like it's yeah. this is this it, is like the you know like the skyrim of this fucking yeah. generation where it's just going yeah. to be yep. the fucking game that uh will will never die and rightfully so and it's it's done stuff that you kind of would have never expected to come from a, a fucking dark souls game out of my, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the first, for the most part i want to mention something so the writing in this game is very good um <laughs> and much it, and oh, yeah. much better than any of the souls games has been like you know they the souls games have and admittedly i like i said i didn't um play many of them very much but i am well aware of them and have followed the fandom and the lore of it and the lore has always kind of been one of the bright spots for the other yeah. games the actual in-game story that you get that is actually voice acted and occurs to you is good and interesting here which is uh a very nice upgrade from previous games it's really i like this is why i'm curious how because people a lot of people said i don't think george R. R. martin did a lot i am curious to see how much he was able to do to provide them I, some template or like some some does yeah. some design document like hey this yeah. is like how I, I would approach this um because this isn't from soft writing it's like yeah. it's like an elevated it's thing different. it's very like, funny because there was that news story where it's like they explicitly weren't telling george R. R. martin like what stuff was in the game where this would occur what was happening because they didn't want him to write stuff based off of like con- contextually what was going on in the game yeah. they just wanted mm-hmm. him to design and write stuff they we'll figure it out from there george you he could have like like we don't know he could have just wrote dialogue and they just took the like yeah like like and it seems that way because the writing is concise it's yeah it's good to, <laughs> yeah like it it it's 
it has that weird like Dark Souls feeling where it's kind of like whimsical and like mysterious, but it's also saying something because usually Dark Souls is like has this like just this weird super fluid language that like doesn't make any sense, but it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. But this is like they're saying something. Like there's a story here. The story is fucking cool. The lore is amazing. I like learning about all these characters like the first castle that whole story about the guy grafting body parts onto yeah. himself and there being a grafted spider like made out of human body parts from other tarnish that are coming through this castle and how there are other people like you and they're losing the ability to see sights of grace like they're they're losing their sight and they're like i'm jealous of you because you can see it still it's very interesting like i it's I why want more. it's why I'm here. I mean, it's yeah. why I'm in this world. It's it's the it's what's keeping me there. It's why I bought the game, and I love that it's uh, delivering at every turn. So, um, all right, I, I think we're we're just about done. But the one yeah. one thing I did want to also say is that. Um, uh, while I'm enjoying my time, and I'm probably going to beat it. Um, I like, and as much as I, I like the exploration parts that we get to do. Um, I think to, to say that it is perfect the way that it is, is very, pretty silly. Um, <laughs> I, I think that there is an in-between that was not achieved that would probably make it a little bit better. I think that you can keep the level of exploration, uh, and the level of mystery, but not make me keep track of the shit on my own. Like, sure. even if it's, even if it's just a list of, people that I met mm -hmm. and like, it's just an entry that says who they were and, or every time that I get a note from them, it's like, there's a piece in my inventory that just says what the note is. Um, so that I don't have to record who gave me what at what time. Um, I, you know, not that I don't mind doing it. I, I did it. Um, it's just that you can keep all the mystery and still provide the player all of the pieces so that they can still put the puzzle together. It's the reason why exploration games for puzzle solving, like still work and are still popular because they do that stuff. Um, but you know, typically they don't make the player also keep track of it on pen and paper. Um, as endearing as that is every now and then, I personally think that there is an in-between that keeps the mystery, um, with uh with giving the player a little bit more to work with but yeah um so with me it, it doesn't bother me but i will say stuff like that is interesting to me because i love digging digging through wikipedia pages and forums like that's like any game i play i'll look i'll start to dig into into that stuff so that's fine to me because it just gives me another thing to do like oh cool like this thing I don't don't know. Time to go to the wiki. Time to go to the Reddit. Time to go to like. Yeah. So, sometimes, like. sometimes I I really like the mystery of like solving the problem, mm -hmm. and the problem with the wiki solution is that sometimes <laughs> I don't I go past being able to solve the problem on my own, and it just tells me everything about it. And I wanted to do that thing. I just needed the bits and pieces, the evidence there together, so that I could have put it together myself. Mm -hmm. um, and you know like you know i can I'm, like i said it's fine to just also take care of it i just you know 
There's a middle ground, like I said. Could you yeah. imagine an old school like Prima strategy guide for this fucking oh, thing? Like, man. just be like, an, like, like It'd be an encyclopedia <laughs> Britannica, like a full volume. Honestly, though, like that is actually like probably the good middle ground of like. Yeah. True. <laughs> Yeah, yeah like, I mean, like, I don't, I want, I want it, I want, you know, a stylized progression guide that right. doesn't reveal anything to me, but also has like an index that says like, hey, you remember this person? Okay, don't go to page 34, because that's where you met him. And then you go back and you're like, oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds kind of tight. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a great idea. Morrowind is a game that is notoriously hard to play without a guide. Um, yeah. Because that game is also like, hey, there's a dude up there uh, <laughs> past this street post on the left side of this rock. Like, this he, dude that joined... you met like 48 hours ago, yeah. uh, play time ago? You, you don't remember? <laughs> yeah. No, like I used to buy Prima, uh, Prima guides for every game that I, I got because I just like having that. Like The Witcher Three, like has a really good uh, guide, and I refer to it a lot. I would have actually loved loved that for this this game because I wouldn't use the wiki, I wouldn't use anything. I just have yeah. that book. I had one for Breath of the Wild as well. I've and got I them used all the... for Zelda for various reasons. Yeah. Just they look good and they do a, they have they the do a check, good job. They have yeah. the check check boxes. And the Pokemon really guides important. do a pretty good job of like actually like giving you like charts and things look at that we're back talking about pokemon again yeah yeah no i i, I really <laughs> you know i think i don't think the resolution just from a design standpoint is to put it in the game because i think it would ruin a lot of stuff at least to me yeah like i said I, I don't want i don't want like quest markers i don't want a quest yeah, log right. i just want the information bits this, yeah. Yeah. The, i love a good uh, I think I said it in the Discord. I love a good UI that knows when to mm -hmm. not be when to go away. Yep. It, it knows when its yeah. presence isn't needed, and this does a good job at knowing when its presence it, isn't needed. It would have been cool if this game came with like a because it comes with some kind of guide on the PC at least, where it's like, hey, you want to look at this uh, digital guide? Yeah. Um, it would have been cool if that was like some like old school NES, mm. like you know how they had those like old guides where they had important information in there. Yeah. It would have been cool if that's what that was. Um, or like Metal Gear Solid 1, where it's like, do you have the codec page for the, yeah. the guy? <laughs> Funny story. One time my brother and I rented that game from Blockbuster, and we had to go back to the store to get the codec number. They're putting all the bad <laughs> <of> the game. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Elden Ring. Yeah, baby. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a very busy large game with a lot to talk about and yeah. you know i think that in three weeks when i actually have a chance to beat it like you know there's so much to it that it's, i think that the the conversation has probably a decent amount left to it you know yeah it's a weekend game like i can't play this game on the weekdays because like <laughs> I, I, tried. Actually, I tried i tried this week and yeah. It's, yeah it's, it's like because it's like one is like man like i'm stressed from work Right. Yeah. That's like true. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get myself mentally focused. Like I, you know, so, I mean, I've obviously talked about it. I have a kid and, um, as Dally, you can attest, I get home from work. I was working in the office this week. I get home by the time it's like, okay, free time. It's after 8 PM. I have to do my commute in the morning again. So it's like, okay, I have 
maybe two hours. And <laughs> Elden Ring is the Eld, Elden Ring is the kind of game where it's like I get in, you reorient yourself, and you're like, shit, where was I? What was I doing? Yeah, yeah. And then by the time you get moving again, it's like, okay, I have 45 minutes left. <laughs> what do I do? If that much. If that it's much. like, with me, it's like, I have a hard time pulling myself away. Because it's like, I want to see well, that, t- that, that, that too. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, then- it's like, I'm I'm not going to play for two hours. I'm going to play for six. Like, that, that's yeah. just how this game is. Yeah. So, it's a weekend game. Like, it, that's a first for me. Like, I've never had a game that's like, yeah, this is a little too much for me. Uh, so, yeah, it's just kind of fun to have something special on the weekends now. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, other than, yeah, like I said, we'll be talking about that. I'm sure more as we discover more, we get deeper. <laughs> like a month, yeah. 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 Or, yeah, it won't be like at least an Octopath Traveler. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, no, you'll you'll quit this way before that. Oh, for sure. No, I again, I'm, I think I'm gonna be coming back to this game over time. And what I what I mean by that is, I'll probably play it for a little bit and then pause and go play whatever else, and come back to this and pause and play whatever. And I think that's in this. It's rare that I say a game is designed to be to not have to be finished like right away, like not to have to sit with one playthrough. I think Elden Ring is designed to it's like just come back whenever you feel like it. Again, I do wish there was some way of uh, some way of knowing exactly where I was and what I was aiming for, but um, I don't I don't mind like picking this back up in like two weeks or a month or in the summer and being like, ah, this is great. It's a game. Like, that's yeah. what it is. Like, yeah. it's like, hey, here's this toy. You can pick it up and play Dude. with it whenever yeah. you want. It's not a story game where you need to, like, okay, what was happening with Kratos this last hour? <laughs> what, like, it's like, just put it down. You can play yeah, it. There, it's there, not going to go anywhere. There, yeah. there are certain games that I put on the TV, and sometimes my wife is like, I want to watch you play this game. This is not one of them. Nope. No. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I've tried to watch like people play like the first parts of this game, and it's just kind of boring to watch other yeah. people play this game. <laughs> well, yeah, and especially because like you know, having played it, I've watched, I have watched a couple streamers do it, and having gone through it as well, you know, I watched one person where it took them twice as long playthrough time before they got to the castle because they were just like, oh, I'm gonna explore. Everything that I can on the map before I go to the castle, yeah, and, the way I that's usually play. Me. <laughs> and and that just that just that just wasn't me, and so it was just like really weird. And they're like, "Oh, there was a boss here. Okay, I'm gonna fight this boss until I beat it." And I was like, "I fought that boss once, felt very weak." And I was like, "Okay, peace out. I'm gonna not gonna do this." <laughs> <laughs> so it's just it's just really it's you know anyway. For like me, said, anyway, like, I, what am I doing? What am I doing wrong? You know, why can't I beat this boss? Let me try a different thing. Let me try a different thing. Let me try a different. <laughs> not realizing, oh, I can't beat this boss because I need fifty vitality. You know, fifty more vitality to, to beat. Him. <laughs> um, but uh, speaking of stories, one of my one of my coworkers on, uh, I was in a call with him last Friday, <clears throat> late last Friday, and he's like, hey, you know, I was actually working on stuff last weekend for for the office. And he's like, oh, you know, he's like, you got some time this weekend? I'm like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. I've got my game isn't, you know, I've ordered this game, so this video game, so it'll be coming later on. He's a gamer too, and he asked me what game it was. I'm like, it's Elden Ring, you know, like this game. And uh, so I sent him this PowerPoint presentation on Sunday, and uh, he's like, I hope you had an epic time with what your your video game. I'm like, well, yeah, Elden Ring was pretty epic. Here's my PowerPoint, by the way, which is equally epic. He had 
gone out and picked up the game uh, on Monday after work and played it all day Monday, all night, um, all day Tuesday. Uh, while he was in the office, he had his headset on and uh, on his TV, you know, TV off the side. And he's like director level. So I don't, I'm calling him out for sure. Um, <laughs> and I go to, it's pretty funny. Cause like Wednesday morning, I'm in a meeting with him and he's like, yeah, he's like, Oh, by the way, I've been playing that game. Elden Ring. I'm like, Oh, you picked it up. He's like, yeah, I picked it up. I get, I just kept getting slaughtered in that game. That's impossible. Mm. I'm like, Oh yeah. <laughs> and he goes, he's like, the best part. He's like, yeah. So, then I realized that uh, I could just farm those rune things. He's like, so I've just been killing wolves for like the last eight hours over and over and over again. <laughs> I'm like, somebody, somebody that. tell this man about the boulder. Yeah, tell about the boulder. I'm like, oh man. I'm like, he's like, is that what this game is? I'm like, you know what? It kind of is. It kind of is this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing: is that stronger. like, don't, don't, don't let anybody gatekeep. This game is whatever yeah. lets you beat it. It's whatever you can do. You Dude, can no. Do. Hey, here's something. I haven't beat a boss by myself. I always summon a friend. So I need. To do that. I, need to do that. <laughs> I haven't. Go I haven't beaten a boss yet. <laughs> I've only met a couple. Um, let's move on. To, uh, one more quick game because we did it past the two hour mark. Um, yeah, finally we can talk about Kirby. Let's talk about Kirby. <laughs> the demo. Uh, Zach, you tried the demo. Yeah. <laughs> it it's not what I want. Um, okay. I don't know if my brain is just, has this rot in it from playing Elden Ring. Elden I'm like, this <laughs> it a, actually, this it literally might be babies. that. I don't want this. Like yeah. that's what, like, but like <laughs> I. I usually am not that type of person. Like, I like any type of game. I'll play anything. Like, I don't care about difficulty. It's not really something. But, like, there's just something off about this game. Like, there's something here that's, like, it it just doesn't work for me. And I don't know if it's because I'm coming from Elden Ring, this, this, like, immaculately designed game, to a Kirby game. It's like, okay, it's fine. But it's like, this is kind of bad like i don't know what's happening um but yeah i just i think the thing that kept pissing me off is like you go to these areas and you have the like the big like power up like a big like oh you can turn into a cone you can turn into a uh, vending machine it's like you walk up to those things and they start flashing bright like like i'm an idiot like i don't know i can use that like it's just like dude stop i know hold on i'm gonna go look over here first and then i'm gonna come back it's just like it was getting on my nerves it's just like yeah it's just something about it it reminded me of old nintendo like i wanted it to be a little more not open world but like hands-offy it's very hands-on at least in the tutorial area i think maybe because it's a tutorial i don't know the boss also sucked um, but like it's like I don't I don't know it. It's a game I'll check out for like thirty bucks maybe, because I love Kirby. Like I love Kirby games. I love easy going games. I want to do the city building stuff that they have in that game. But yeah, it just feels off. I don't know what it is. So I'm um, I had a different reaction in that uh, I've been playing Mario 3D World here and there. And this is. It's built in the Mario 3D World engine, at least it appears to be, which I I love it for that because Mario 3D World is such a joy of a game. Um, And uh, Kirby's built, uh, it seems like it's built under that engine. 
it has that feel of levels too, because the levels sort of tunnel you in one direction and then they'll shift another direction and then they'll shift another. It's not like open world where you're running around an area. It's like you got to go straight in this little rail and then you turn right, go this rail. And that's what Mario 3D World was because it it's trying to get you to do sort of this isometric platforming style. It's like here's Kirby was a platformer, this 2D platforming, very easy game. I've, I've picked up star allies uh, over the holidays. Cause it was like 14 or 15 bucks. It was the on sale somewhere. <laughs> and the games for babies. And then I'm like, Oh shit. What were other Kirby games? Like every Kirby game I have that I've played, I realized it, it is a game for babies. They're incredibly easy. I played this, the games on the NES on super NES online, super easy. And I thought, well, I've been, <clears throat> I went into this thinking Kirby was somehow going to be, you know, last of us level yeah exactly (laughs) kirby was going to be like fighting off zombies last of us but it's still baby ass baby very easy going uh it's designed to it not necessarily hold your hand but the i can understand the blinking part that you're saying i think that's just the way kirby has always been um but at the same time i think uh you know it's it's designed to be a game for it's gonna be a game for probably like seven eight nine ten year old and yeah, but I want to play it. I know <laughs> you can still play it. Are you seventy? Um, and it's it's us putting the you know there's a let me there's a My Little Pony game that's coming out next month. It's not going to be for you. It's not going to be for me. It's based on a new movie. It's going to be for my kid, uh, for my daughter. But I want to play it. And damn it, if it's not exactly what I, a forty three year old man, want, I'm going to be very <laughs> pissed off. Meanwhile, her, a twelve year old girl, is going to say. It's a pretty good game. I like it. I like it a lot. Roblox is great, she says. So, uh, I again, I went into this thinking, I think it was because of, of just the stuff that we put into th- games like this, games like Elden Ring, stuff like the Steam Deck, whatever, where we go into something with these great big expectations, like Pokemon Arceus. We thought it was going to be this massive open world, all this kind of stuff to do, and the companies never say it's going to be a certain thing. They just say, hey, here's the video of what this is buy this and we put all this weight on something i think when we first saw the the kirby stuff we thought oh my god kirby open world it's humanity's dead it's what's going on this is insane it's gonna be finally the first challenging kirby it's like no dog it's still baby ass baby. he just still sucks shit up in his mouth and spits it out and it, everybody's happy in the end that's, that's all he, kirby is he all does ever gonna be he does more damage without a power too, which is kind of weird. It is true. I actually, but again, <laughs> I, I like this demo because I, once I got to the beginning of it, I'm like, oh, okay, okay, I know what this is. Okay, I get it. It's it's <laughs> literally 2D Kirby games in isometric 3D. Okay, I can I can I can deal with that. It's not gonna again. Uh, this is a game that's also not gonna. I can't recommend this for everybody, at least based off this demo, because it's baby ass baby Kirby. But I'm not, I like it. Yeah, I I, can say. I just want Kirby 64 2. <clears throat> okay. Because yeah. combining powers in that game is really cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you should play uh, Planet Robo Bobobot, whatever that one was called. That was pretty good. Oh, yeah. The ro- yeah. Yeah, Robobot. Yeah. That was a different type of Kirby. Yeah. But yeah, Kirby. Um, and I played the project or the triangle. Uh, strategy game demo. Um, it's a long burn. Even the demos, like the first three chapters, that's long. That's long. I ended up picking up the game. Someone be playing that uh, soon too. Well, um, that 
That game but is front heavy. I was very, not, yeah, yeah. It it's reminds like, hey, me here's of a 20 minute cutscene. Like, uh oh. It reminds me of <laughs> games from that era, <laughs> which was like, oh shit, they were all like this, weren't they? We had to sit through like like 20 minute credit scenes. I'm like, damn it, they they made they made the graphics and the game design to be exactly like those old games. Like, okay, you didn't have to push the nostalgia button that far, but I picked the it up story, just because I've, I've been hearing good things about it. I thought the story would at least be like interesting, but it really it's is political. It's like this political intrigue of these these uh, three different nations. It, to be honest, it reminded me of uh, the, the uh, Fire Emblem. Well, Fire Emblem Three Houses in that that was a really long burn before you finally get to mm-hmm. like battles, you know, and this is kind of yeah. that same way. No, it it immediately reminds me of Final Fantasy Tactics. Mm-hmm. That's like the first, and then Final Fantasy Twelve. Those are the mm-hmm. two that immediately pop into my head. And did you see that Final Fantasy Twelve? Did you play that Final Fantasy Twelve Tactics game that they had? What do you the think? One, the one on the, the one on DS. DS. Yeah. Yeah. War of. Oh. Yeah. Is it Revenant Wings or War? Revenant of... Wings. Yeah. Revenant Wings. Yeah. Uh, that one was actually okay. Yeah, I like those tactics advanced games. They were actually okay. I mean, Final Fantasy Tactics Advance are legit. Yeah, I was surprised they were they were legit good games. Yeah, Marsh is like the one of the best Final Fantasy characters. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, that's it. That's all we've been playing. Um, I'm sure we will will be playing more. It's it's just fucking crazy right now with all these gd games and there's too many to keep up with and you got gran turismo that you're loading up next week will be gran turismo triangle strategy i'm sure i'll have more steam deck impressions after i've had more time with it and got some of these emulators up and running um oh, and ghostwire tokyo comes out ghostwire yeah. tokyo comes out good lord it looks sick as fuck i'm literally oh. just going to be providing elding ring updates for That's the next i, I think i normally weeks. i normally would like buy that game but i don't think i will until i Beat Elden Ring. Ghostwire? Like, yeah, because like I would normally sure. just like kind of move away from a game that I've played for like, 40 hours. Like mm-hmm. normally if I hit that point I haven't beaten a game, I'm like, I'm fine, I'll come back to this later. But this Elden Ring is like, I want to keep playing. I want to keep chipping away the way this. I don't want to really put it on mm-hmm. the back burner. And the game is also cool because it each time you play it's something new. It, it feels like mm-hmm. a new experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but yeah, like, yeah. Ghostwire Tokyo, I'll end up buying, though. Even though I'm saying I won't, I'm going to There's buy so much this <laughs> month. And then April is essentially just as packed, even though we don't... I mean, and speaking of packed, there's also packs, which we'll be at. But um, April has a ton of fucking games on there, too. It's just... It really is kind of insane right now because of... Again, because of COVID delays, everything has been delayed in the first half of this year. These first four months have been... The first two months, nuts... These next two months are going to be equally as nuts. And then whatever E3, if there's an E3, whatever that's going to be in June, we'll see. Um, but yeah, it's if uh, if you're into gaming, you better have a, a pretty deep wallet right now. If you're into if you're if you want to try even a few of the, a small percentage of the things out there, because there's just too much. There's just too <laughs> much. But that's it. We'll discuss we more. Of go, the next few weeks. We got to go. Everyone's tired. Hours. I'm exhausted. I'm hungry. Yeah, now this is what it was like when uh, uh, CJJ, you're exhausted right now, but it took 
almost the exact same amount of time when we went over the magazines. Last, so we should yeah. start the magazine at right now. I was, at least I was freshly uh, rested then. I'm not <laughs> yeah, you, we were my, all we're all tired. My, my, my dog hadn't died yet by right. that point. So. <laughs> we'll figure out how to get this down to a smaller size of podcast. But until yeah, then, not, talk, not, not talk about two things at once. Not talk about two major things at once. Until hey, then. Yeah, um, just don't can... talk about Steam Deck for 45 minutes. It made me want to... Yeah. Run away. yeah. See, you guys kept asking questions or telling me I was wrong, so I had to. Defend. We talked. We only asked questions after your diatribe. All right, but. <laughs> uh, with that said, at OK Quest, you can find Zach there. At the underscore double underscore J, Mister Windjammer Games oh, of the Year. Listen, JJ we have we've already had our two Game of the Years uh, yeah. out there. It's me battling, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Elder Ring and Windjammers 2 are neck and neck, and it's, you know, it's going to be difficult, but I think we'll all come to the right decision. <laughs> Taylor at Taylor Bliss Bliss. That's me. I see. And then me, Dalianski. I will say one thing, though. Uh, I have finally uh, activated all of those uh, Steam keys that I've been buying from Humble Bundles over the years just to see if something works on the Steam Deck. So if anything, I now own my like the ownership of games that I have has consistently grown over the next. The oh last God, thank days. God! I was worried that you're running out of games, Dolly. <laughs> running out of games to play, Dolly. Of course. With that said, we'll see you all in the next Charles episode of the Side Quest. Bye bye. Thank you all for watching.